This is Carl. This is Mark. And this is Sarah. And this is Retrograding. This is Retrograding, the show where three 90s kids give adult looks to our favorite childhood films. This month, we are celebrating our three-year anniversary. And so, just like we did for our first anniversary, and very distinctly did not do for our second anniversary, uh, we are going to be playing Games of Games. Uh, because our games, at least what we call games in this podcast, aren't necessarily games. They're more writing assignments, but every now and again we like to take those writing assignments and challenge each other to remember what the hell it was that we wrote down. Uh, so I will once again be running the game, living my um, dream job of being a game show host for my two friends, uh, giving them prompts and scoring them on how, way th- how well they remember this podcast that we've all done for three years. I remember nothing. Well, people people who, who are dedicated listeners may recall that Sarah won, I think, by many points. It's impossible to say. I didn't look it up. Two years ago. I don't think I don't it was that many that. points. I thought it was pretty close. I was thinking that I might have a good shot this time because Sarah's theater schedule kept her out of a lot of episodes, so she may not know anything about those that she that wasn't in. That is true. Yes, even though we told her to listen to a few of them to see how the podcast sounded, <laughs> yeah, yeah. she that, never that did. Oh, I do not do that. <laughs> Yes, so for, if you're new to the podcast, I'm just going to say, don't start here. (laughs) Because this is, this is very self-referential. This episode is mostly for us. And in a sense, the podcast is just for us to begin with. This is very much just for us. But if you're a long-time listener, you will get a little bit of something out of this. You can play along at home and see how well you would have done against the other co-hosts. If you enjoy paying, you'll get to see Mark and I, our brains explode as we try to remember stuff. (laughs) Well, yeah, the other thing this this, uh, game show is for is for me to punish my friends because I do most of the work on this podcast and I get about an hour and a half to just tell them hey, you didn't remember this thing, even though I put a lot of work into it. Sometimes um, I remember to do my job. It, my parents were visiting me yesterday, and while they were here, I brought up the fact that I was supposed to be recording this today, and so my mom went and looked it up on her phone while we were sitting there, and she's reading through, like, on our website, the descriptions of oh, these yeah. different episodes, and she's like, oh, here's one where Mark does this, and Carl does this. I'm like, I don't remember that. What episode is that one? So... It'll be that's, the next That's week. where we are be, right now. So It'll oh, be yeah, the yeah. day those are posted, and I'll have no memory of what that description means. Yep. Yeah, I thought about making a round where I read the descriptions and tried to get you guys to guess what the episode was, and then I realized how very impossible that would be for anybody. <laughs> I would cry. 
I don't even remember what movies we watched. You know, we might have a bonus round. We'll see if we can fit that in. We did end uh, up watching The Deer Hunter, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that but was what we picked. The Russian roulette scene. I yeah, remember. that one. All righty. So, meow again. as we did last time, go ahead and go to your Google Docs. We're going to have shared spreadsheets where I share one with Sarah and a separate one with Mark. So that they can submit answers without seeing how the other people responded. I don't remember. I have doing some this. note sheets just in case I need some to do some mental, some some mental thought process. Is it mental it's if a you're writing a twenty-five-year-old notebook? I mean, it's mental because it's me. Ha ha! <laughs> but um, bump. All right, you should be in the column labeled round one. Okay. We're just gonna start off easy. So starting us off, round number one. How many episodes did we do for our first anniversary? So how many episodes had we completed before starting before the our first, first not, game not show? Not before now, before the first anniversary. Yes. Which was a question we already had in that game. Correct. Let's see how well you remember. Mm, 365. One for every day of the first year. <laughs> I was trying to do math and then I remembered that... <laughs> you remember you're bad at math. No, I can't remember when we switched formats. By the way, our website still any. says bi bi monthly. Yeah, well, they can suck it. No one goes to the website. <laughs> All right, you both have submitted. Yes, please go to the website. <laughs> God, please go to the website. So, second question: How many episodes do we have now? <laughs> mm. If I had actually done my job the other day, I would <laughs> yeah, know tell this. Yeah, me about it. You have oh. a job. Yeah, I'm supposed to be in charge of marketing. All right. Uh, both of you submitted an answer. We're on to question number three. So I will tell you, when we did our uh, first game show after the first year, the average number of games per episode, no. including everybody, so the average number of games per episode was 17.6. No, 17.6 is what the average is now. Is that above or below what the average was? I think I've brought the average way down, but Carl does a lot of games, but I am trash, so where does our trash level out? Yeah, so to reiterate, 17.6 is the average number of games per episode we have now. Is that above or below what the average was? That seems like a lot. It does. But I guess I there's three of us and there's three games. All right, so... And Carl's an overachiever. I am. Uh, for your fourth and final question of this round, what was our previous average? 17.6 is what we are at now. What were we at at the end of the first year? I'm just making up numbers. I'm going to get no points this round. Do we get points for being closest? Yes. Otherwise, you guys may not get any points. Is this closest or <laughs> price is right rules? Uh, it's closest. I don't care if you go over. Alright, so now let's go over some answers for you guys. I will say, if we went strict, um, only person who gets the exact answer gets the points, you both would have one point. <laughs> Are we gonna say our answers out loud? I wanna see what Mark did. Okay, okay, oh, we geez. can do that. So, so tell, tell me what you got for the, um... Number of episodes completed before our first anniversary. What did you put, Mark? I said 34. I said 25. Well, 
Sarah gets the point because the answer is 29. She is four away. Mark, you were five (laughs) away. So close. (laughs) I remembered because we went bi-monthly then, so it would have been two per month, which would have been 24. And then I knew we posted like four of them the first time. Four episodes the first day. But there there were extras besides that also because we had some back then where we did like the in-between episode, like... Here's what we remember about this movie before we... I had I knew there was an extra the first thing. I just didn't remember how many extra. So yeah, I didn't count any of the .5 episodes, which were the ah. ones in between. I forgot we used to do that at all. Yeah, well, we used to, like, do, do what we things? remembered about the episode before recording it. Mm. We sure don't do that anymore. Sometimes we do that we at the beginning. we don't pick movies beforehand anymore. Sometimes we pick them, like, very shortly before we do the episode, because no one can come up with an idea. All right, so what did you guys have for the number of episodes you think we've done now? Well, mine is going to be wrong, then, because I based it off my first answer. Sure. I did 61. Ooh, I said 62. (laughs) Guys, we've done 53. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Again, counting the half episodes, Carl. So, Sarah gets the point. But we were both really bad. (laughs) We overestimate ourselves. Maybe it just feels like a lot. (laughs) With our 53 episodes, we've had 17.6 games per episode. Is that above or below what it was after our first year? I, I said, said it was below. below. That is correct. Both of you get a point. That's because Mark and I really slack off now. And now, what what did the average used to be? What did Sarah have? I had 20.54. Is she going to win again because of that? <laughs> 21.3. Sarah is going to win again because of that. <laughs> Because our average was just 18. We've gone down, but only by 0.4. So we've been pretty consistent. I I think Carl's been picking up our slack. Well, I I usually have a set number of games I do. I do really do three pitch, three tagline, and two guides. I'm just hoping it was actually like 20.85, so you had to try to figure out the decimal points between hers and mine to figure out which one was closer. Maybe Mark and I slack off different episodes. That's why we've stayed yeah. consistent. Well, the other thing is that doesn't account for episodes where one of you is gone. Like, we don't pick up the slack for somebody being gone and no games That's provided. so weird. Yeah, right? So we might have actually had more if people had been there for every episode. And it's always... Well, <laughs> did we have one episode where Carl was gone? No. no. No, it's always been just You Mark guys and... have never recorded an episode without me. We don't... What, are you kidding me? We. I was like, did we have one where we'd fo- completely fall apart and have no idea what we're doing? That's a thought. We should try we that. Record it without Oh, chaos. I would love that. If you guys want to get together, you could even record in the same room. I would love to see the monstrosity <laughs> that comes out of that process. Oh, it would be such a nightmare. I'm sure, like, whatever editing you do for that just would be nothing. You'd leave it all in. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's all... I was going to say it's all on the cutting room floor. That's the opposite. None of it is on the cutting room floor. (laughs) It would mostly be Sarah ranting and losing the topic for 20 minutes and then suddenly being like, oh, yeah, we were talking about this movie. Last episode was really bad. That's what happens in a regular episode. Yeah, well... (laughs) 
but you actually bring it back to normal. <laughs> I do try. All right, so Sarah, you have four points. Mark, you have one point. We are going to move on to our uh, pitch game. So the way this first round works, you are going to get two titles. You're going to tell me what movies those two, those two titles combine to make. So it's this meets this. Tell me what movie it refers to. Sarah, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. That is the power play. All right. So, Mark, are you ready? Yes. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> so because we are working from 53 episodes with an average of 17.6 games, you are each going to get 30 questions in this Ooh. round. Uh, and it is one point each if you can give me the correct title it refers to. And three hours later, we'll figure out what the score is. Oh, I'm keeping score as we go. <laughs> All right. Here we go. All right. So number one, it's Notting Hill meets Edge of Tomorrow. Well, these were obviously not my games because I have not seen either of those. Mac and me. <laughs> yeah, I remember in Notting Hill when they fall off a cliff. Back in me was incorrect, but you think number two, the sword and the stone meets Ever After. Um, Princess Bride. Number three, Indiana Jones meets Home Alone. I'm pretty sure that was my game too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had the descriptions of why I picked those movies. Now uh, that'll be the second was... time we do pitch games. It's back in <laughs> yeah. And in uh, three, two... I don't remember what movies we've watched anymore. All right. Number four, Spaceballs meets Stardust. Uh, it, oh, dear Lord. What does she... space movies did we... That's what I was thinking. I don't remember doing any space movies. That's why I keep coming to Mac and me. <laughs> three, two, one. Need an answer? Nope. All right. Number five, Ant-Man meets Flubber. I hope Sarah's laughing because she doesn't remember any of these. I figured out one of them so far. <laughs> I, I, three. Yeah, I remember two, some of these games. One. I just have no idea what movie. Yeah, they exactly. Go to. And I think some of them, I we've used the same movies more than once. So that all right. Go. go I feel go. bad. I feel bad for you. I feel bad for everyone in this process. <laughs> so here's what we're gonna do. I will tell you the answer of the one you just did after you submit an answer. That way, at least you get some titles moving, some titles in your mind, and you aren't just drawing a complete We blank. need to watch Flubber, though. That's what this reminds me of. I don't even remember the movies that we've watched right now is even the bigger problem. So that that's why I want to give you some answers, just so you can get your brain on the right track, and you're not Honey, complete blanks. So yes, the one you just did, Ant-Man meets Flubber, Honey, You Shrunk the Kids. Spaceballs meets Stardust was the Princess Bride what? for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. Indiana Jones meets Home Alone was The Goonies. I knew what the first one was. Notting Hill meets Edge of Tomorrow. That was Groundhog's Day, right? Correct. You probably played that one is why. No, I think that was Carl because I haven't seen Edge of Tomorrow. And The Sword and the Stone meets Ever After was Cinderella. We watched that? We did. We did. All right. So, moving on to number six. The Hobbit meets Prince of Egypt. Willow. Correct. Number seven. Because Val Kilmer was in it? Aliens meets Bad Boys. Bad Boys, Bad Boys. 
What um, you gonna do? Three. No, I was gonna two, make a Mac and Me joke again. One. Need an answer? Um, it, it was Mac and Me. Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, number, I forgot we watched that. Number eight. Man of the House meets the truth about cats and dogs. <laughs> this was probably mine, These, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, because it was probably a movie that we hated. But I do love the truth about cats and dogs. I just hate Man of the House. Uh, well, it wouldn't be Three, that. Homeward Bound. Two. Correct. Hey! <laughs> Number nine. The Lion King meets the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Why did we come up with these? <laughs> what is wrong with us? Uh, uh, Three, two, one. Need an answer? N- n- nope. Oliver and Company. What? Number ten. <laughs> I was gone for that episode. You were. Number I ten. I don't remember half of these movies we How watched. How did you get the Fast and the Furious? They kept car hopping. They kept, like, coming up with weird schemes. Anyway. Uh, number ten. Taken meets the family man. That's that one. I remember this, but I don't remember what the movie was, of course. Um, Three. I'm just going to guess the worst two, ones for my round. It's all going to be back. Uh, one. Brave Little Toaster. It was Hook. <laughs> I'm just thinking of movies that we've watched. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Mark, that was number 10. You're only one-third of yeah. the way through this round. All right. Uh, number 11. Oregon Trail meets a Sarah McLaughlin commercial. Um, I do know which of them this one is. I think I did this one. Yeah, this sounds like Homeward Bound again, but I... Correct. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't want it to be that because I already had that as one of them, but... Oh, so these are... So these are randomized. You will get repeats. Uh. I So I went through and tagged, like, which ones show up in a particular game. So this one is just specifically the titles, but they're all jumbled up. That description was 100% either me or Carl. No, it was definitely I you. think it was, I think <laughs> it was definitely Sarah. Me. All right. I'm the most likely to use objects instead of a movie. That's true. Number eight, or number eight, number 12, Super 8 meets It's a Wonderful Life. I think I know, but it's not my round. Is that one Mac and Me? No. Yeah. This was Flight of the Navigator. That was a recent one, too. I was also gone for that episode. Number 13. Young Frankenstein meets Step Brothers. (laughs) Every question, she just starts laughing as soon as you get done reading it. I don't know what any of these mean. This is also why I do this Uh, game show thing. What does that mean? one it'll become clear once you get the um, answer will it yes what was the first one it was something in stepbrothers young frankenstein meets stepbrothers oh i had a thought three two one need an answer um nope the adams family oh that was not my thought i went with goonies <laughs> all right number goonies would work number 14 tangled meets tom and jerry cinderella Correct. Number 15, The Corpse Bride meets Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, this was also either me or Carl. Is that also the Adams Family? No. No. no this... It was Beetlejuice. That is correct. <laughs> All right, number 16, The Prince and the Popper meets The Wedding Planner. It takes two. Correct. That was an easy one. <laughs> number 17, Spy Kids meets Ernest Saves Christmas. 
I definitely didn't do this one. The Santa Claus. Correct. As we've established, I've never seen an Ernest movie. Number 18. It's a Wonderful Life meets any Doctor Who Christmas special. Uh, I don't think I wrote that one, but I do remember saying Doctor Who a few times. I think I know which one that is, but I don't know why we would have said that. Three, two, one. I need an answer. Santa Claus again. Nope, that's the Muppet Christmas. I knew it was a Christmas movie and I just blanked again, so. Did Mark do that one? Maybe. Number 19, Look Who's Talking meets Radio Shack. Oh, I definitely did that one. Um, I just don't remember what it was. I, but I definitely did Radio Shack. I I remember Radio Shack being a thing, and I don't remember why though. Uh, I three um, Mac and me two. You love that answer. I do. It's never correct. It's gonna be my answer every time until it's also right. remember if I did it, I wasn't there for Mac and me. This was the Brave Little Toaster. Of course. It also probably could have been used for, um, oh, what is that one? The batteries not included. And we haven't done we that. Haven't could be used, that. But when we do, I'm going to use reuse that one, and I'm also going to reuse it for whatever we do. If you um, even remember. What is the robot one? I don't know. Johnny Five. Johnny Five Short Circuit. Short Circuit. We can't so when do we that watch, because Carl hates it and we'll make fun of it. When, no, I love Short Circuit. When we watch those two movies, I'm bringing that one out again. I'm bringing back right. out Radio Shack. Right. Keep it we got to keep moving. Mark number twenty. It's next meets Ghostbusters. Uh, Groundhog Day. Correct. Number twenty one. Dodgeball meets Ernest goes to camp. <laughs> I get all the, the Ernest, Ernest movies. Um, yeah, it's because. You wrote them. I have not put a single Ernest movie. The uh, Man of the House. It's Heavyweights. Bah. Number 22. Yeah, I did too. E.T. meets How to Train Your Dragon. Mac and the... (laughs) Lilo and Stitch. (laughs) I'm just going to keep saying that every time. Number 23. Number 23. The Godfather meets The Parent Trap. Like that was Carl. I I will say uh, it takes two again. Oh, uh, it's Man of the House. Oh, <laughs> of course. I'm waiting well, for it when, when I say the wrong one and it's actually Mac and me again. That'll be. I, I forgot it was the most boring mob story ever. All right, number twenty-four. Willow meets the Sorcerer's Apprentice. That was that one that we did. Oh, Labyrinth. The never-ending story. That's what I thought. The never-ending story. Story. <laughs> That's going to be horribly off pace when I end up together. Yep. 25. Almost done here. Uh, the Garbage Pale Kids meets E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Come on! Um, um, I will say Mac and me again. It's Gremlins! <laughs> oh, I think I did that one. Yeah, You I sure did. did. All right. 26, it's Tall Tale meets Moana. Carl did this one. That one, uh, no, well, it's wrong. The one I have in my head is Lilo and Stitch. So you weren't here for this one. It was Hercules. Oh, well. Number 27, The Princess Diaries meets Ambien. (laughs) (laughs) Was that me again? Oh, it's just for sure you. 
Oh, uh, <laughs> what is happening with Sarah's answers? This, uh, I don't remember this. What this these answers oh, no. though? So I don't. It may have been one that I wasn't there for. Uh, because I will say, because Ambien, hold up, because Ambien is a wild thing to have in this game. It was because it kept putting Sarah to sleep. Right, that's I. That that was what okay. I got from it. Um, and a makeover. I think that's, there were probably Mark, probably got? three or four that she said that about. So three, <laughs> two, ants, <laughs> surf ninjas. Oh. oh. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Because they beca- they're princes of a, oh. a country they've never heard of. That's right. Oh. Anyway, number twenty-eight. It's American Graffiti meets Shaun of the Dead. Um, that what? Uh, Three. The werewolf in London. Correct. <laughs> All right, twenty-nine. Snow White meets Tenth Kingdom. Oh, I did this one because I'm the only one who knows what Tenth Kingdom is. Yes. I'd make you watch it if it wasn't seven hours long. Um, Labyrinth. Willow. Bah! Number 30, your final <sighs> one for this round. Then I get to make fun of Sarah's answers. <laughs> oh, it's going to be Mac and me every round. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or the kangaroo movie. Number 30, The Three Amigos meets Indiana Jones. Um, uh, The Brave Little Toaster. The Road to El Dorado. Oh, right! I forgot we did that one, too. We're going to hear a lot of that. Mark, that puts you at 9 out of 30. (laughs) So, let's go on to Sarah. If I get 5, I'm going to be proud of myself. Remember when I said that Sarah's going to win by a lot of points? Oh, Oh, no, not in this round. (laughs) Alrighty. So, Sarah, are you ready? Kangaroo movie. Here we go. Number one, Salute Your Shorts meets Misery. Heavyweights? Correct. Number two, Dumb and Dumber meets Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Oh, I just remembered a movie that I forgot we watched. Two, one, I need an answer. Um, um, The kangaroo movie. No, this is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. You weren't here for that. I wasn't there for that. I still have Mark's DVD. Yes, you I do. will remind all of you, I'll remind all of you, this was put together randomly as we move into number three, which is Dodgeball meets Salute Your Shorts. Heavyweights! <laughs> Correct. <Boo. laughs> we used... <laughs> number four, Pixels meets Jurassic Park. Oh. Uh, uh, Mac three, and May. Independence Day. Oh. Oh. Number five, The Rookie meets My Dog Skip. <laughs> three. Uh, Air Bud. A League of Their Own. Oh. We have not done Air Bud. Uh, number six. Bit better. <laughs> number six. Indiana Jones meets Adventures in Babysitting. Road El Dorado. The Goonies. Oh. Number seven. Oh. Chronicle meets Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, s- Surf Ninjas. Matilda. Oh. Number eight. We watched Matilda. Oh, we did watch Matilda. <laughs> that was your pick. <laughs> that was my pick. Number eight. Homeward Bound meets Ice Age. Oh, Land Before Time. Correct. Number nine, Bring It On meets Frozen. <laughs> I got nothing. Three, two, one. I need an answer. Uh, Mac and me. A League of Their Own. <laughs> it's oh! always that one. Oh, sisters. Sisters. All right. Uh, number ten, Ella Enchanted meets Snow Wit. Somebody didn't put the E <laughs> on white. I guess Cinderella. Correct. Uh. 
Uh, number hey, 11. Sarah, you already beat your five, so... Yay, we're proud of me, even though I guess Mac and me for half of us. Sarah, Sarah currently has four, thank you very thank, much. Oh, Close thanks, enough. Mark. She's got how many questions left? <laughs> All right, Myself number 11. Steve. The Bad News Bears meets The Cutting Edge. Oh. Three. Oh, d- Mighty Ducks. Correct. Now she has five. Did she have to name which one it was? She did. It's just listed as The Mighty Ducks because it was the first one. Yeah. Hey, but they're supposed yes. to be having a new one come out. Anyway, uh, 12, X-Men meets Annie. Matilda. Correct. Number 13, it's Down to Earth meets Susie Q. Heart and Souls. Correct. 14, This is Spinal Tap meets Back to the Future Part 2. Bill and Ted? Correct. Number 15, The Lion King meets Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The kangaroo movie? <laughs> no, Surf Ninjas. Uh, number 16, Warriors of Virtue uh, meets Fallout 4. <laughs> oh my goodness, what did we watch? I wanted to Three, be Roller Babies and we didn't watch that. Two, one, I, no I need an answer. Labyrinth. 17, Hercules meets Tangled. Hercules meets Tangled? Tarzan. Anastasia. Oh, that was also my pick. Tarzan was a good pick, uh, choice. Though. 18, Ernest Goes to Jail meets Alien. <laughs> that was definitely mine. <laughs> I have no idea. Mac and me. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, it worked for one of us. Mm. Uh, 19, Homeward Bound meets Jurassic Park. Boo. Way before time. Correct. It's random. All right. Uh, number 20. The Little Mermaid meets Braveheart. Did we watch Tarzan? We did watch Tarzan, but that's not this movie. This is Pocahontas. Oh, I forgot we watched Pocahontas. Uh, 21, it's Beverly Hills Ninja meets Blue Streak. Surf Ninjas. Beverly Hills Cop. Oh. Twenty. I don't know what Blue Streak is. 22, National Treasure meets Zootopia. National Treasure meets Zootopia? What did we watch Three, with animals two, and treasure? One, I need an answer. El Dorado. DuckTales, the movie, The Treasure of the Lost Land. Ah, I forgot about that one. Uh, 23, Friday the 13th meets Shallow Howl. I was gonna say mm. An American Werewolf in London, but I don't think that's right. Is that your answer? I guess it's the only ho- <laughs> horror movie. No, Heavyweights. Number 24. Oh, Summer Camp. 24, Ernest Scared Stupid meets <laughs> Doctor Who. That was my answer, too. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know, Bill and Ted? An American Werewolf in London. Number 25. Avengers Age of Ultron meets House. I'm trying to remember if this was mine and this was House the 80s movie or House the Doctor. Three, two, one. I don't I remember. Back an me. It's an American Werewolf in London. <laughs> it was yours. It was House the movie. Ah. Uh, 26. The Great Escape meets Babe. Oh, Chicken Run. Correct. Uh, let's see. 27, Leprechaun meets Teddy Ruxpin. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was mine. And I don't remember what. Uh, Gremlins. Correct. Number 28, Air Bud meets the Little Rascals. Was this Oliver and Company? No, this was Homer Bound, The Incredible Journey. Oh. Oliver and Company would have worked, though. 29, James and the Giant Peach meets Harry Potter. Matilda? Correct. And number 30. Fifty First Dates meets The Twilight Zone. <laughs> Groundhog Day? Correct. 
So that puts Sarah at 14 out of 30. She has what seems to be an unsurmountable lead. Seems to be. <laughs> you know what, though? I got a lot of those. I didn't Yours say were much time. harder. Yeah, I, I knew what a lot of those were. You were the first one to go. No, I'm no. We were figuring it just out means the it could happen in another round where there's a lot of easy ones for me, so it's possible. Yeah. Alrighty, so scores so far. Sarah has 28. Mark, you are at 10. Two. <laughs> Alright, so let's move on to game I'm just calling uh, Percentages. The game names might get more clever as we move on. I doubt it. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> The fact that none of those were the kangaroo movie makes me very disappointed. Warriors of Virtue was listed, but not as an answer. I know, but I wanted to say the kangaroo movie, partly because I never remember what it's actually called. Okay, so Mark, this is your chance to come back. Because you guys are going to give me three answers. The person who gets the point is going to be the person closest to the actual answer for each one of those. And each of these is worth four points each. So, either Sarah will increase her lead, or you can manage to come back. So, write down these percentages. Last time we did this, I had 42.9% of the games. Mark, you had 26.2. And Sarah, you had 30.8. So, now that, that was when we had 29 episodes. Now that we have 53 episodes... What are the new percentages of games that we've submitted? <laughs> hmm. This is in three separate questions? Correct. Um, yeah, maybe this will help you. It, it goes into percentages. So the total number of games we have right now is 936. So if you want to express this answer in how many you think you've done out of 936 and figure out the percentage, nope, go for it. it. I feel <laughs> terrible about my answers, but I'm going to keep it that way. you got to keep feeling terrible. It's okay. Mine are probably worse. The other thing you should probably do, if you want, you don't have to, is the numbers should probably add up to 100. Mm -hmm. Does mine not? I thought I did math. <laughs> math? I'm... Math? Oh, did I not? It did when I did it, but then I moved stuff. Yes, yours has up to 98, I think. Oh, I know what I did. I moved it down instead of moving it up. That should be what it is. So with the answers in, we're going to go through them. So old percentages, to remind our audience, were I submitted 42.9% of the games. Mark got 26.2 and Sarah had 30.8. Our new percentages... Do you guys want to read off your answers as we go through them? So, for Carl, what's the new percentage? I did 49. <laughs> I said 52. <laughs> it is 44. Sarah gets uh, the points. I thought you increased your percentage a lot this time, but apparently not as much as no, I thought. No, it's, it's honestly been kind of consistent. Though, let's go on to Mark. What's the new percentage for him? 28. Oops. I had... 28. That's correct. You guys tied. The answer is 29.9, uh, but you both get the points, which essentially makes that pointless. Uh, or, Great. <laughs> wait, what? Thank you. <laughs> we just evened out. Thank you. I All right, and for Sarah, how? what's the new percentage of her game? I said 23. Uh, I guess I said 20 because that added up to 100. <laughs> and Sarah gets the points. 
because uh, the new percentage is 25.9. The thing to note here is that previously, Sarah submitted more games than Mark, and that is no longer the case. Sarah also missed a lot of episodes. Yeah, I think and was that real lazy. I so the I think the title of this episode will be "And Sarah Gets the Point." <laughs> uh huh. Pretty much, she's a very good guesser. So that puts. I think I'm oh just boy. more cautious. Yeah. Oh boy, we may have to have a golden snitch-sized round here, as we move into our first round of taglines, which will each be worth. I believe uh, two points each because you are going to give me the movie that it comes from and the person who submitted it. Mark, I should have done this the first round. I didn't, and I will fix it now. The person who loses the round should get to decide where they go so they can decide if they want the advantage. I was going to let Mark go second anyway. That was going to be nice. Unless Mark wants to go first. So, Mark, would you like to go first or second? I don't really think it will matter, but I went second last time, so I'll let Sarah go first. That was wrong, but Yeah, you, you went first last time, but fine. All right, um... You said it wrong, but your well, that's assumption not, you was know, correct. I, you I, know what I, I, I meant. what you meant. If there's an inanimate object, I'm just going to guess myself. If there's an earnest movie... This is taglines. This isn't pitch games. Our scores at the moment are Sarah has 40, Mark has 14. Woo! Sarah, are you ready? If it's super serious, it's Mark's. If there's a pun, it's Carl's. Okay. Number one, you only have one life to live and one afterlife to fix it. Heart and souls? And who said it? I'd say Carl. Both are correct. Number two, the edited version. I have no idea, but I feel wow. like it was me. <laughs> All right, do you want to guess a title? Uh, I don't Three, know. Two, fine. It was Hercules, but it was you. Yeah! Oh! No, I do know why I said that now. Yeah. Number three, who needs brains or discipline when you've got destiny on your side? I'm going to say that was maybe Hercules, and that was Carl. That was me, but that was Surf Ninjas. <laughs> uh, number four... They came for the gold. They stayed because they didn't have a boat. I'm going to go with El Dorado. Full title. The Road to El Dorado. <laughs> Correct. The question is, is it me or is it Carl? It's definitely not Mark. I'm going to go Carl. It was you. Darn it! <laughs> Number five. Getting out of every situation by just using their marbles. DuckTales, the movie? Full title. The Hunt for... For the lake, <laughs> one, the lost. This one's fine. You got DuckTales, the movie. It's Treasure of the Lost, lost Lamp. Um, and who did it? Using their marbles. It's not me. I'm going to go Carl again. That is correct. All right, number six. The Adventures of a Young Professor Flitwick. Willow? And I'm going to go Carl. No, it was Mark. Was it Mark? <laughs> yeah. Number seven. Do you love Muppets? Have you always wanted to try illegal hallucinogenic drugs but feared the legal repercussions? Have we got a movie for you? <laughs> There's so many movies this could describe. The question is, is it the kangaroo movie or is it Mac and Me? Three, two, I'm going to go the one. kangaroo movie, uh, Warriors of Virtue. Okay, and who said it? I'm going to say Carl. No, this was Labyrinth and it was Mark. There are a lot of movies we watched that that would 100% describe. Uh-huh. Pretty much 
touch anything with a puppet. All right. Uh, number eight. <clears throat> Borkhumberg. <laughs> uh, That's correct. Who uh, said it? Carl. That's correct. All right, number nine. I can't breathe. This is <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Anyway, number nine. The best ball handling you'll ever see in a family film. I don't know a league of their own. And who said it? Carl. Uh, it was me, but it was Labyrinth. Uh, oh, oh, no. <laughs> All right. Number 10, The Bromance Continues. Bromance Continues. I don't know. Need an answer. Three, two, one. Bill and Ted. And who said it? Mark. It was Mark, but it was D2, The Mighty Ducks. Oh, okay. Uh, number 11, Don't Judge a Book or a Bed by Its Cover. Bed knobs and Broomsticks. Mm -hmm. And who said it? I don't know, Carl. That was me. All right, uh, number 12. This summer, elaborate grave robbing. Oh, I want to say I said that. And what movie? I have no idea why I said that. Three, two, one. What was it? I got nothing. It was the Goonies. Oh, right. Was that me, though? Oh, it was. You, oh, got, you got the point, because it was you. <laughs> Number 13. Proving baseball is boring no matter who's playing it. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to say this is me and this was a league of their own. It was a league of their own, but this was me. Was it? Yeah, I hate baseball. Because I remember there was a really long conversation with me not understanding literally anything about baseball in the middle of that episode. Cause I, yeah, you didn't understand the ground rule double. It's it's a whole thing. I, All right. I got nothing. Uh, number 14. Bobbing along near the bottom of my movie ratings list. I don't know the melody. I tried. Is that Bed Knobs and Broomsticks? It is. Who said it? Mark? It was Mark. All right. Number 15. Screw your rich dad. <laughs> I know that wasn't me. I don't remember what that line's from. I wanted to, I wanted to say D3. Is that I, your answer? I guess. And okay. Carl? It was me, but it was for the Goonies. Oh, right. Mm. With the car. Or is right. that when they're in the well? I don't think anybody Or is that when he gets knocked off the bar? Did they? No. 16. This summer, Dorothy gets a do over the rainbow. Um, the problem is when you say them all in your voice, they all sound like something you would have stupidly said. Um, I know this is Return to Oz. Sure. I'm going to say it was you. It was. I I'm debating giving you the point because you called me stupid. <laughs> <laughs> No, you get the point. Alright, number 17. The only movie series to make you care about hockey. The question is, which one was it? I guess just The Mighty Ducks. And who said it? Mark. This was you. Was it? it? It was The Mighty Ducks. I don't think she Ooh, wasn't there I feel for like the D two, was she? She wasn't there. I don't think she maybe missed D three. I missed I think D three. I was there for Yeah, I was there for D two because I was there for um the the other the girl the other girl getting there and for the the bash oh, brothers right. right all right number 18 the only tools you'll need for a murder investigation are hunches harassment and homicide i don't remember anything with murder three is this what i was two, going for i'm gonna say one. this is carl but i have no idea what the movie I all right that 
was me. That was Beverly Hills Cop. Oh! Number 19, The Bargain Bin E.T. Back in me, and I'm going to say maybe Mark said that. It was Mark. All right, number 20. Granting any three wishes you desire as long as they meet very specific criteria. That was the, um... The 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 duck the Ducktales movie. I'm gonna need a full title. I gave you the title the earlier. Secret of the the treasure of the lamp. I'll the treasure give of it the hidden lamp. I will give it to you because you, you said treasure lamp? and lamp. I wasn't gonna give you for the secret of blood, but yes, it's the, the treasure, treasure of the, of the lost, lost lamp. lamp. And who was it? I'm gonna say you because you seem really mad about it. It was me. I'm also performing these. Thank you very much. You perform them when they're yours. When they're somebody else's, you just read them. I very think you... I remember you being mad about it then, though, too. Yeah. Uh, 21. Reinvigorating the corpse of mythology with some soul music. So that's Hercules. Mm Mm-hmm. And I didn't say that, which means it has to be you. Correct. Because Mark wasn't there and Mark doesn't like that movie. Yep. Uh, Number 22. A holly jolly legally binding contract. That's the Santa Claus, and I'm going to say, that's you. No, that was you. Was it really? Yes. I was clever, apparently, at one point in time. (laughs) Yeah, at one point. It's really gone downhill. That seems Um, like too, that seems too, like, an actual tagline for me and not dark enough. (laughs) 23, from Orphan Kitty to Aristocat. That's Oliver and Company, and that is a pun, so I'm giving it to you, Carl. (laughs) That's correct. Uh, number 24, this just in, local weatherman incorrectly predicts weather. That's Groundhog Day? Uh-huh, and who said it? Did I say that? It was Mark. Was it Mark? Number 25, your last one for this round. They came in like a wrecking ball. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say that was... Oh, I said that. And what movie? Was that Brave Little Toaster? No, that was Ants. Oh, no! (laughs) I remember that now! And I remember being really ashamed of myself for saying that. Yeah, I just wanted to remind you how ashamed yourself you should be. Oh, it was Hey, you said they were random. Oh, they are random. I'm glad that one came up last, and I'm glad that one came up at all. I I remember saying that and being, like, really hating myself for thinking of it. There's another one I am waiting for, and if we don't get it here, I will remind you guys of it. But we'll see if it comes up in Mark's round. Mark, are you ready? I know that I had some terrible ones that I was not proud of, so... Alright, also, these are numbered weird because my computer... So, you're gonna start at 26, you're gonna go till 50. I can't do that math in my head to tell you 1 to 25. So, that's what you're gonna get. Starting with number 26. It's daylight savings time for these witches. Um... Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. Who said it? Me? Correct. <laughs> Number 27. Kangaroo Nightmares. Yes! <laughs> that, well, <laughs> that is, um, well, that's the kangaroo movie. Uh, the- I'm going to need a title. Well, you said it like four times already. I know you did, and now all of a sudden it's not in my head. It was s- Sarah. Three, two... One. Warriors of Virtue. Correct. Managed to pull it out just in time. <laughs> I kept thinking Five Elements Ninjas or whatever, and I'm like, we never watched that movie. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty darn close. Number 28. 
the best horse acting since Mr. Ed. Um, what movie had a horse? Uh, it takes two. Okay, and who said it? All right. You're gonna need a name. The best Three, horse acting two, since Mr. Ed. One. Mark. Which one of us was it? It was not Mark. No. Oh. Um, this was the never-ending story, oh. and it was me. Oh, All right. Hey. There was more horses there too. That horse died. Yeah, it was very tragic. It was very good acting. <laughs> All right, number 29. It's time to sing the carols. It's time to put Scrooge right. It's time to add the Muppets to this Christmas tale tonight. Well, that is the Muppet Christmas Carol. Correct. Who said it? Uh, Carl. That's right. Uh, number 30. If there's singing involved, there's definitely Carl's. What? Yeah, because I, I take risks. Sarah, Sarah never sings in her life. I don't sing in my taglines. Uh, you did once because I gave you one for Return to Oz. Oh, okay. All right, uh, so 30. When recycling isn't enough to save the planet, try creating a computer virus. Uh, the Brave Little Toaster and Carl. No, this was Independence Day, uh, and it was you. What? <laughs> I wouldn't say, well, maybe I would. <laughs> Number 31. A movie that will leave you saying, why should I care? <laughs> Oliver and Company. And who was it? That must be Carl, because it, I wouldn't that have worded it that That is me. Way. You had a very similar yeah, I one, was like, I know but I, this one was mine. It sounds very you close to something I would say. You Billy Joel. He has, like, one good song in the movie, which is, why should I worry, why should I care? Anyway, uh, 32, it's tough to be a god. The Road to El Dorado and Mark. Correct. Number 33, putting the glass shoe on the other foot. Cinderella. Who was it? Carl. It was me. Number 34. Ask not for who the bus rolls, it rolls for thee. <laughs> Heart and souls. And Carl again. Correct. Number 35. No ducks, no bash brothers, no Bombay, no fun. High school's going to be rough. D3, the mighty ducks. Mm-hmm. And Carl. That was me. Number 36 is ellipsis, then, but more importantly, I've also lost them. <laughs> what? <laughs> so it is pause, pregnant pause, but more importantly, I've also lost them. Well, I think that was Carl saying it. Okay, um, what was the movie? Hook. <laughs> no. So it makes sense with the title, because it is... Right. Honey, I shrunk the kids, oh! but more importantly, yeah, I've also I knew lost them. I was supposed them. to be continuing the title, but I couldn't. I completely forgot we had watched that movie. Mm -hmm. Number 37 Blood is thicker than junk. <laughs> I have no idea, but it's funny out of context. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Heavyweights and Carl. That was me, but this was Labyrinth. In reference to the junk pit, she almost gets trapped in. Oh. All right. Number 38. Please date my mom. <laughs> That's the Mighty Ducks. Uh, and I believe that was also Carl. Yeah, you got it. All right. Number 39. Uh, in the classic tradition of Walt Disney Pictures comes another movie that will make you cry as an adult. I know which one it's not. Homeward Bound. And who said it? Carl. It was Homeward Bound, but this was Sarah. <gasps> was it? 
Yeah. I would have guessed Carl, too, because I would have thought of the three of us, you're most likely to cry as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> you were the one who were crying like anything bad happens yes, to an animal. Exactly. Oh, it's true. I also thought it was going to be Lilo and Stitch. All right. Uh, number 40, please stay off the grass. That's all? <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And, and who said it? Stay off the grass was Carl. Uh, both are wrong. Yep. Uh, this was An American Werewolf in London, and Sarah wrote it. I thought it was me with Please Stay Off the Grass. I just don't remember why. I th- is it from when these... Because he had to stay on the road to avoid the werewolf. Right. Uh... Uh, so number 41... In this family, everyone lends a hand. The Adams family. And who said it? Carl. No, this was Sarah yes, of again. Of course it was. That I was going to say like Sarah, Carl. and I'm like, no, that, that would be too obvious after that. So. Number 42, a really, really small step for man. Honey, I shrunk the kids. And who wrote it? Carl. It was Honey, I shrunk the kids. This Sarah was again, again Sarah. You. Apparently, I used to do a lot of really weird wordplay. Uh huh. Used to. Number 43, this summer's family guilt trip. <laughs> that sounds like a Carl again. I'm just going to say Carl every time now because I keep guessing him. All right, I need a title. Three, two, one. All right, you missed it. Yeah. All right, so this was Lilo and Stitch, and this was Sarah. What does that have to do with a guilt trip? I don't know. Her big sister. Well, I was her. asking her, but she's. I don't, I don't remember. She She's not going to remember. You know what's you sad me? is I had Lilo and Stitch in my head, and I said, that can't be it. There's no guilt trip in that movie, so I didn't say it. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, number 44. Not all expeditions are profitable. DuckTales, the movie Treasure of the Lamp, and Carl. That was me, but this is Atlantis, the Lost Ooh, Empire. Like, halfway that. through Mark's... Like, thought process, I remembered we watched that movie. I know. That's <laughs> what I'm like. All right. Uh, number 45. This summer's greatest fetch quest. A lot of those where they go finding things. I'm going to say the Goonies. And who wrote it? Carl. But it's that not going to be That was me. This was Willow. Yeah. As soon as I said it, I said, no, that's not right. It's more of an escort mission, isn't it? Well. Well, they got to go get the baby, and then they're going to go find the person to talk to. It could be either. Um, so, number 46, A Tale of Kidnapping and Cod Pieces. Uh, I think that will also be Will. And who wrote it? <sighs> Carl. Can I say what it is, because I know? Do it know? was me, Sarah, go ahead. It was Labyrinth, wasn't it? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Cod yeah. Pieces? Yeah, That's gotta be Labyrinth. Alright, we're gonna finish this off, though. Mark, you have, you have four more in this round. Let's get through them. Number 47. Mountain lions, weird squirrels, and bears, oh my. That is Homeward Bound, and it was me. That is correct. All right, number 48. From hanging ten to killing men. (laughs) That's surf ninjas. Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to say Carl. That was me. All right, number 49. The Unnecessary Journey. Uh, Homeward Bound and Carl. That was the Homer Bound. This was Sarah. Number 50, your last one for this round. The Indian word for gold is maze. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I 100% know what this is. I'm going to say man of the house. 
And who wrote it? Me. Both are wrong. Yay! <laughs> this was this was Pocahontas, oh, and yes, this was, was me. All right. Well, Mark, you are still behind. You think? <laughs> that round was fairly close between the two of you. Sarah got 34. Marky got 31. So, Mark, you're 45. Uh, Sarah, you are at 74. <laughs> All right. Let's go on to your next shared document round. So go to your round five column. So this is just going to be a timed round uh, to give you guys a break, and I'm going to go get a drink of water while you do this. Um, so you're going to be given... Is that enough? Don't I'll make say... us write out 55s. <laughs> no, no. We're, it's only 53, and no. Uh, you're going to write... You made us do that last time, and my brain hurt. You have now 10 rows. So in round five, you have the chance to write 10 movies. These are the movies where we all agreed on a score. Does this include ones where it was just two of us? Correct. So if it is just two of us, you will get five points. If it was all three of us agreeing, you will get ten points for naming that movie. I will tell you, there are nine movies that we have done that we have all agreed on a score. Alright, so I'm going to start a timer. Does that include, like, two people giving a 10 and a third person giving a 15? <laughs> no. Everybody on the episode had to agree on the score. So it'll be easier if it was just two of us, uh, which is why you're going to get five points. It is harder if there's three of us, which is why you get ten points for those. Are you guys ready? Do you understand? Do you have any more questions? What movies have we watched? <laughs> well, uh, I will tell you there's... Uh, one. So there are eight movies we have done with only two people, but that's about it. All up more, I can tell you. So, in three, two, one, your five minutes begins now. Okay, so I'm going to go through them. I think I got the scores correct, though. Uh, keep track. Uh, on your own page to see if I missed any. All right, so we're starting off with the movies that only had two people on it that we agreed on the score. Those include Oliver and Company, Emperor's New Groove, Hercules, which you both got, uh, and Mac and Me. The movies where all three of us agreed are Gremlins, which Mark got, Hook, which Mark got, it Takes Ooh. Two, which Mark got. What? <laughs> Independence Day, and Pocahontas, which Sarah got. Boo. Now, I think I got them all. Did I miss any? No. No. So, this makes for very exciting play, because Mark is now only nine points behind. After what? having nearly a 30-point deficit. So yeah, it was all those all oh, those movies. Those are worth ten. Huh? Those are worth ten because all three of us agreed. Hey, how about that? All three of us agreed by. I and by that you mean because, Carl made up the. Oh. Well, because we talked about it during Gremlins, because I think when we got done, we said, "Oh, we all had the same score," and I was like, "Is that the first time we've done that?" And so we went back and looked at. So I remembered a couple of them, but the rest I just. I don't remember anything from are... Gremlins except for the dog's name was Mushroom. Not in the movie. <laughs> the real dog's name was Mushroom. <laughs> That's all she cares about. 
So we are going to move on to the guide game. Mark, since you won that round mm. handily, do, would you like to go first or second? Guide. Oh no, wait, sorry. We switched that up. Sorry, Sarah. Since oh, you yeah, lost yeah. that round, you get to decide first or second. Second. All right. So, Mark, uh, you are going to be given a synopsis of a film. You're going to tell me the name of that film and who said it. All right. And again, things are numbered really weird. So you're going to get 20 of them. The numbers may be a bit screwed up. It's fine. You're going to get 20. Everyone gets 20. It's fine. All right. <laughs> Mark, are you ready? Um, yes. Sure. Now these are going to take a while because these are much longer. Mm -hmm. All right. <clears throat> Desperate for the fame they had 20 years ago, a group of washed-up actors foil... Oh, fool! A group of innocent scientists murder a military battalion, destroy the property, and likely the lives of their greatest supporters, and somehow still manage to secure a reboot. That doesn't sound like anything. Alright, I'm gonna need an answer. That sounds like a Carl answer. And it was... Right. Title? Four. Three, two, one. Uh, yep. You missed the point. Uh, it was me, but it was Galaxy Quest. I ah. forgot we watched that. I did yeah, too. A lot of that's happening. All right, number two. A doctor goes the extra mile to investigate a patient's mental illness after they experience a very traumatic attack. While the patient ignores the doctor's advice and goes off to sleep with one of the nurses, talk to his hallucinations, and ends up murdering several people. Uh, that is an American werewolf in London. And who did it? Carl. Yes. Uh, number three. Three generations of a Russian family torture an old man. Anastasia, Sarah. Sarah's correct. Did I really? Yes. <laughs> Number four, taking a cue from Tarzan, Elton John sings everything the main characters do in case we weren't watching. Oh, I definitely know who did that. Uh, well, that is Carl, and why do I not remember what the movie is? Um, gonna need an answer. Wait, now I don't know what this is. See, yeah, Three, I want to say Tarzan. Two. I it's, don't think it's that's it. Tarzan in the description. Oh, maybe that's why it was in my head. <laughs> uh, also, this so it is not Tarzan. No. Uh, the movie with Elton John is The Road to El Dorado. Dorado yeah. And you wrote it, Mark. This was you. I forgot that was Elton John. I, now that I you did, say that, I yeah, remember yeah. that Elton John did that. Uh, number five. A man waits years to achieve his dreams only to be thwarted by some spoiled children and their new friend. That was me that wrote that. Uh, Surf Ninjas. No, this is DuckTales the movie, Treasure of the Lost Lamp, and it was me. What? Uh, so number six. A man's amazing applesauce recipe is ignored due to family problems. Uh, honey, I shrunk the kids. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and who wrote it? Sarah. <laughs> that is Sarah. Yeah, that sounds like something I did. <laughs> Number seven. A shady used car salesman teaches his children how to make a profit, but is forced to leave the country after a run-in with a pair of sailsboat salesmen. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that, and it was for Matilda. <laughs> that is correct. Is that the one you were waiting you to read? This is the one I was waiting you for. You weren't even there. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, at least, at least when I was Sales not there for the episode, I still wrote games for you to read. Yeah, but you wrote Sales down Sales Boat. <laughs> you wrote it down. 
Yep. Oh, God. All right. Uh, Number number nine. Two sisters' rocky relationship affects an entire sport. Uh, League of Their Own. Uh, And who did it? Sarah? Correct. That feels like a me. Yeah. Uh, Number ten. America's 220th anniversary is is spoiled by some out-of-towners who decide to wreak havoc. Nothing seems able to stop them until one man remembers, oh right, it's the 90s, so the solution is hacking. (laughs) Uh, That's Independence Day, and I think Carl wrote it. Both are correct. Uh, Number 11. In true spooky Halloween fashion, a man is haunted by three ghosts who force him to relive his worst memories, see painful visions of his closest acquaintances, and eventually witness his own death. That is uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. (laughs) Because it's a Halloween movie. Uh, Mark wrote it. That is correct. Number 12. A superfan goes to extreme lengths to get an autograph and jam with his rock idols. Oh, uh, uh, Bill and Ted. And who wrote it? Carl. Correct. Number 13. A widowed mother tries to give her daughters the best life she can, but despite her efforts, her plan is ruined when the maid steals the prince who she wanted her daughters to marry. Cinderella and mm-hmm. me. Correct. Uh, number 14, a hard-working father is waylaid from his career when his needy wife and kids convince him that acting like a kid is more important than providing for your family. Crap. I know I wrote that one. <laughs> for what movie? Man of the House. No, it's for Hook, but you did write ah. it. <clears throat> 15, pirates have better upward career mobility than legal business. Well, that sounds like Hook again. Who wrote it? Carl? No, this was The Princess Bride, and this was Sarah. That was definitely me. Yeah. Uh, number 16. An evil local government, with the help of a psychiatrist, worked to take down a local folk hero. Carl wrote it. (gasps) For what movie? I figured it out. Three, two, one. Need a movie? Hercules. (laughs) I know what it is. Uh, well, Sarah, since you wrote it, do you want to tell us? Is that the Santa Claus? It is the Santa Claus. The psychiatrist was the good one. He's not a local folk hero. He's a hero everywhere. Fair. All right, number 17. A man cannot escape bad dreams because Tums have not been invented yet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Muppet Christmas Carol and Sarah? Correct, on both counts. <laughs> it's because you're a bit of undigested food. <laughs> uh, number 18. A monarch who is a closeted cross-dresser has his only chance of becoming human destroyed when a backwoods farm girl comes to town and defeats him by pure luck. Uh, that's a Carl answer, I think. Um, and... Need a movie? Three. Nope. Two. One. Need a movie right now. Eh? This was Return to Oz. He wore the ruby slippers. Yeah. 
So, number 19, the world's most famous rodent is shocked to learn that the dark figure that has been stalking him this whole life is just a shadow. Groundhog Day and Sarah. No, this was you, yeah. Mark. <laughs> it sounded too clever for me. I forgot the real bad guy in Return to Oz was the Gnome King. Yeah. Uh, so, number 20, your last one for this round. Despite doing nothing else the entire movie, a lowly farm animal accidentally becomes the hero of the story. That is also <laughs> returned to Oz, and it was me. Correct. Alrighty. What was that chicken's name? Belinda? Yeah, that sounds Petunia? right. I was going to say Cluckerton, but that's not right. <laughs> no, she had a real name. All right, so Mark, out of a possible 40 points, uh, looks like you got 26. Not too shabby. Ugh! I'm gonna right. lose! Sarah, are you ready? No, but I guess. All right. An entrepreneur's plans for riches are thwarted by a hairless ape and his jungle pals. I'm guessing Tarzan. Who wrote it? Carl? No, that's Mark. What's that? Uh, number two... <laughs> The Nazi invasion of England is thwarted by elaborate puppetry and stop-motion animation masquerading as magic. That's Bedknobs and Broomsticks, and I'm going to say that's Carl. No, that's also Mark. It's also Mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three. A man's quest to be the greatest sports trainer is threatened when his charge faces puberty. That's Hercules. That's Carl. That's you. That's That one was you. It is Hercules, though. I'm doing bad. Yeah. Uh, it turns out you don't know people very well. I don't, but I know movies pretty well. Yeah. All right, number four. <clears throat> a woman who died without reconciling with the love of her life never gets the chance uh, to resolve this mistake, even though all of her friends get to fix their own issues. And a woman who can inexplicably see ghosts gets completely glossed over. That's heart and souls, and I'm going to say that's Carl. That's finally me. <laughs> Number five. The story of a governor refusing to accept that friendship is the real treasure. I know that's Pocahontas, but is that Carl? That is me, yes. <laughs> uh, number six. Charles Dickens tortures his only friend. Okay, I'm going to say, well, that's Muppet Christmas Carol. Is that me? That is you. Just a second, there's a bug on my paper. Why is there a bug on my paper? I don't okay, know, your fine. house is infested with bugs. It's very tiny! Like, it's just a it'll, it'll baby bug. It'll baby bug. It'll baby bug. Uh, uh, number seven. A man goes on vacation and does everything possible to get himself fired. I'm gonna say that's Mark. But I've, for what movie? For what movie? Man goes on vacation. Man goes on vacation. Three, two, one. I need no idea. an answer. And, uh, so this was Beverly Hills Cop, and this was you. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, that does sound like a me. All right, uh, number eight. A farmer ends up being the worst babysitter when he loses his charge more than once. That's Willow. Mm -hmm. Is that Mark? That's you. <laughs> I take that back, that isn't me. Uh, number nine. A hereditary psychosis is revealed when a father undergoes physical and mental transformations to satisfy his son's belief that he is Santa Claus. This is the Santa Claus, and I feel like that's me. That's Mark. <gasps> oh, no! 
<laughs> you're, you're real bad at these people. I know I did something about a shared psychosis, though, in one of my answers, Probably. too. A lot of us tend to write kind of the same thing. Yeah. Uh, which Especially is if it's about shared psychosis. Game is fun. All right, number 10. Two dysfunctional families find common ground and are saved from the brink of collapse when a mad scientist shrinks their children and the kids are forced to work together in order to survive and find a way home. So this is Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and this is a very long answer, which makes me think it's Carl. No, this is Mark. Mark! <laughs> yep. Number 11. A curmudgeony old rooster gets his feather in a rustle when his harem of hens gets excited by a younger cock. <laughs> That's a chicken run, and I'm gonna have to say that's Carl. That's Mark. Mark! <laughs> but that is chicken run. I can't believe Mark used that language. Uh, I know. That's why I was uh, laughing, because I knew you would pick Carl for that one. <laughs> Number 12. After dying at the wheel, a bus driver is condemned to fairy souls to the afterlife for all eternity. Okay, that's heart and souls. Now I'm scared. I want to say because Carl focused on that bus driver so much. Is that Carl? That's Mark. Mother! That is Heart and Souls, though. <laughs> so, number I've 13. I've gotten every, except for one, I've gotten every movie right. Yeah. Uh, number 13. Through a strange series of events, a high school junior disrupts the ruling government and redesigns the political landscape of a country he's never heard of. Is that Surf Ninjas? And who said it? Mark. That was me, but that is Surf Ninjas. <laughs> Gotta keep up the pattern here. All right, uh, number 14. Oh. A robot struggles desperately to complete the only task for which it was created, but after several disappointing attempts, it is crushed to learn it has failed its mission. Is that the brave little toaster? And who wrote it? Carl? That is the Terminator, and oh, it's no! Mark. Oh, <laughs> no! I forgot what the movie was, but I knew I wrote it. Uh-huh. Um, number gonna, this 15. Scientists try to track down an escaped creature in an attempt to keep humanity safe, only to be thwarted repeatedly by a child. This is Lilo and Stitch. And who wrote it? Carl. This is Mac and Me, and it's Mark. Number 16. A young girl gets more holiday trauma. Oh, Okay, this is me, and this is Gremlins. Correct. <laughs> Number 17. 13 kids learn everything they know about a sport through the magic of montages. Everything. Oh, Mighty Ducks? And who wrote it? Was that me? That is the Mighty Ducks. That was me. Oh. All right, number 18. Everything is going swimmingly for a young linguist and his latest fling, but the commander wants him to know there are other fish in the sea. Is that Atlantis? And who wrote it? Is that you? It is Atlantis, the Lost em Empire. That was Mark. Mark? <laughs> Why number, did you do a pun? Number 19. In the pursuit of his girl, an experienced killer prevents one man's murder plot while helping another man achieve his own. Is that Terminator? And who wrote it? You? That is me, but that is the Princess Bride. What? <laughs> Number 20, your last one for this round. A family's hijinks bring an arguing couple back together. Honey, I shrunk the kids. 
And who wrote it? I'm gonna say you. That is Honey of the I Shrunk the Kids. But it was that Mark. Was you? Me? It was you. You wrote that. Oh, I struggled. Oh boy. So, oh, know. this you is. You got exciting. all the movies though, so that probably. But, I, so, but you got 26. Out of out of a possible 40 points, Sarah, you got 21. So you went in there with a lead already. So that makes Mark at uh, 106. Sarah, you are at 110. See? Barely holding on to that lead, but you still have it. Yeah, but you it's because you did that round where everything was worth 10 points. Yeah, occasionally things are going to be worth 10. Maybe things will be worth more the more we go on in the game, no! Sarah. And maybe you had an equal chance to get those 10 points, <laughs> Sarah. No, because all of the ones were movies I wasn't there for. Only the two-point ones. The three-point ones, the ones, or ten the ten-point ones where all three of us were there. No! <laughs> yes. Oh all right. So, let's go back to your spreadsheets. And you're on round seven. All right, so this round is called To the Nines. Ooh, Carl's coming up with names now. Yeah, I told you they'd get slightly better. <laughs> um, so these are movies which one or more of us gave a nine on our ten-point scale. I figured it'd be too easy to remember the movies that we gave tens to and slightly harder to remember our second-place films. Sarah, why are you surfing the internet? Sorry, because... I don't know. All right, so, so question number one for five points. Which of the three of us has given the most nines out? All right, you're both locked in. Sarah gets the point because she said me, which is correct. Uh, Mark, you said yourself, which <laughs> is incorrect. So I'm telling you this. I'm giving you the answer now because I've given out I've ten nines to movies. You each have given out six. So, what I want you to do is name the six films your co-host. So for Sarah, you're naming Mark's film. Mark, you're naming Sarah's. Oh, no. <laughs> Try to write down your co-host's nine-point movies. I will say of the, of the six films, three of them overlap between the two of you. So three of these will be a movie that you also gave a nine to. It was definitely the kangaroo movie, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, for sure. Yes, I love how you never remember the name of that. It's the best bit we have ongoing <laughs> in the, the podcast. That's because Kung Fu Kangaroo Movie is so much better than the actual title. It is. I just have given up that I'm going to lose now, and I'm very tired. You're and... still in the lead, and you just got five points over Mark. Oh, Sarah definitely gave Ants a nine. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Sarah, you need to sell that a bit better. You want him to do poorly. <laughs> My favorite movie is Man of the House. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, so, let's go through. Mark, you were guessing for Sarah. And I'm going to go through the movies. Sarah gave a nine. So, Sarah gave a nine to Hook, mm -hmm. to Hercules, to Gremlins, <laughs> which you have. To Lilo and Stitch, which you have, to Heart and Souls, and to An American Werewolf in London. What? Yeah, right? <laughs> Get out! <laughs> it's a good so, movie! So, uh, Sarah, you were guessing for Mark. Mark gave a nine to Hook, to 
Chicken Run. To Chicken Run? <laughs> yeah. Uh, to Gremlins, which you have. To Lilo and Stitch. Okay. Uh, which you have. To Willow. And to The Never Ending Story. I got two. You both got two. Uh, hmm. So that gives you each ten points. Sarah, you win this round. So let's go on to our second round of pitch game. So in this round, you're going to be given 20 movies. Um, so 20 questions. Each are worth three points. You will be given the descriptions from our pitch games. You will get a point for naming the movie that composes the film that we watched. So you'll get a point for blank one meets blank two equals the movie we watched. Each one of those is worth a point. Oh, okay. I figured that out. So, Sarah, since you won that round... Oh, no, I keep doing this wrong. Mark, you lost that round. Do you want to go first or second? I will go second. Mark is going second, making Sarah go first. That's how that works. All right. (laughs) Sarah, are you ready? I got my notebook, yes. Cool. So, we have, number one, supernatural powers and based solely on the manner in which the villain dies, meets a dashing rogue trying to reunite a princess with her people, but only in it for the money. Supernatural powers based solely on how they died? I believe, yes. The the way the villain dies is what they're basing the connection of these two films upon. I got one of those three. Okay, what do you got? The second one is Tangled. No? Uh, it is not. Do you know what they combined to make? Do you want to take a stab? Uh, Willow. Alright, this was Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, meets Star Wars A New Hope, together making Anastasia. Oh. I had that one. <laughs> Alright, number two. A movie where Robert Downey Jr. takes on a, a different persona and speaks with a weird voice. Meets. One person can see ghosts and must help... Tell his loved ones of his intentions and let his love be known to them. And also a music number is very important scene in the movie. (laughs) By the way, you wrote this one. (laughs) Robert Downey Jr. does. Oh, okay. Um, How do I forget this movie? It's the one where um, Tropic Thunder meets Ghost Mm -hmm. equals Heart and Souls. Three, four, three. Yes. I, I couldn't remember that, because I've never seen that movie. All I could remember is that one where Robert Downey Jr. is black. Yep. It's weird. All right. Number three. An evil sorcerer with a flying sidekick and a peasant who fights off evil to win the heart of royalty meets a Don Bluth animated feature with a Russian child searching for family. Don Bluth animated feature the Russian child. I gotta go through my my Don Bluth things. Well, I know what the end one is. Okay. I know it's Anastasia. I know it makes Anastasia. Do you want to guess on the parts at all? I literally, for the life of me, can't think of any Don Bluth films at the moment, and how sad is that? That's very sad. It's Titan not all... A.E. No, uh, this was Aladdin meets An American Tale making Anastasia. All right, I guess they are Russian, aren't they? All right, number four. I was four. trying to think of humans. <laughs> 
Never think of humans. Uh, number four. An evil witch lures a child by being nice at first, creatures turn to stone, and a helpful, friendly lion meets great practical effects slash puppetry slash stop motion, great child acting, creepy settings, wall of hands. <laughs> I like how those are such complete sentences. <laughs> I got two of those parts. Okay. And I got real confused by the second one. Okay. What do you got? So the first one's Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe. Correct. Wait. I take that back. Okay. Is the second part Labyrinth and then it equals Return to Oz? That's correct. Okay. I was like, <laughs> or is it something and then it equals Labyrinth? But no, right. the other way around. Right. All right. Number five. A human with talking animal friends meets a boy who probably should have realized earlier that he was adopted. <laughs> talking animal friends. Uh-huh. All I got is, is the second one Stuart Little? Are, are you submitting that answer? No, but I feel like that is a boy who should have realized he was adopted earlier. <laughs> what? Why are you... All right. Gonna have to push it here. Pinocchio, Stuart Little, equals, um, what movies have we watched? Uh, Mac and Me. Oh boy. Uh, so this is The Jungle Book meets Elf to make Tarzan. Oh! I knew what the end result was. Hey, Stuart Little would have worked. Yeah. Uh, number six. A movie with a no-nonsense British woman who uses magical abilities to cause inanimate objects to move, mixes live action with animation, and uses music to cast her spells, meets an entry-level magic user, tr struggles to harness newfound abilities, and figures them out just in time to defeat the bad guy. I'm guessing this is Mary Poppins meets Harry Potter equals bedknobs and broomsticks. Close. Mary Poppins meets the Sorcerer's Apprentice Ugh. makes bedknobs and broomsticks. Number There's a lot of those intro magic movies, aren't there? Oh, for sure. Uh, number seven. A sports movie where the player with the most drive and heart for the game is constantly overlooked but manages to make a big play in the final game of the year meets a quotable... Female sports movie where the players basically coach themselves, where the leader continually considers quitting. I don't know what the second one is, but is it Rudy plus something equals a league of their own? Those are correct. Do you want to guess on the second one? I can't even think of any other female sports movies. All right. No. Um, this was Bring It On. So um, Rudy meets Bring It On, League of Their Own. That movie All right. Is that is the weirdest thing about Bring It On. <laughs> they don't have a coach. Yeah, I'm pretty Where sure you wrote coach? this one, by the by. Yeah, I wouldn't have. <laughs> Number eight. Oh, I want to read this wrong because it's written wrong. <laughs> I might have. Uh, whoever had it on the form. Uh, so this is a yund man, which should be a young man. Um, young a, man. I say a young man. man. <laughs> All right. Uh, a yund man joins a long line of werewolves by transforming himself during a full moon, featuring characters using questionable means to have sex, becoming locally notorious, and alienating the people who care about them. Meets, a movie where a character is able to see and hear spirits who endlessly walk the earth and struggles to deal with this fact but ultimately learns from them and takes their advice. Another one where I've got two out of three. 
All right, what do you got? I know it's Teen Wolf plus Seeing Ghosts. I don't know. That one with Ricky Gervais, Ghost Town, equals American Werewolf in London. Again, two are correct. The second one in there was It's Teen Wolf meets The Sixth Sense meets An American Werewolf. All right, number nine. A mad scientist with a dog who also has a teenage companion using their invention first meets... Kids get shrunk to the size of bugs, and they survive by eating food that is several times their size. I think I had all three of them, but the first one I already forgot. Do not. I know it's Back to the Future, plus, I don't know. The only thing I could think of where someone shrinks is Willy Wonka, and that's only one of the kids get shrunk. Mm -hmm. And he gets stretched back out. He doesn't actually eat tiny chocolate. And then that equals Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. Again? Both of those are correct. It was Back to the Future meets James and the Giant Peach meets Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Only one kid gets shrunk in that, too. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure you wrote this. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, number 10. A reformed lawyer learning to play fair meets a guy reining in a wicked slap shot. A lawyer learning to play fair. This is not me because I have no idea. I know it. I'm pretty sure this is is. Mark. Oh, oh, I think I know what the second part is. Um, All right. (laughs) Something about lawyers. I don't know. Uh, A few good men equals plus happy go more equals mighty ducks. Again, two are correct. It was Liar Liar meets Happy Gilmore meets the... It makes the Mighty Ducks. I tend to block out uh, Liar Liar because I hate that movie. I did not write that. All right. Yeah, that's probably me. All right, number 11. A woman with brown hair in a fancy yellow dress tames the heart of a man who behaves like an animal whilst he learns to act like a gentleman. And a certain tea set shows up, meets. <laughs> Main character grows up in a jungle to eventually confront and defeat the large cat who killed his father. Also, he has two best friends, one of which is a brownish red color with tusks, and the other is a much smaller, a bit of a loudmouth, and voiced by a Broadway star. Okay, I got the first one and I lost the plot on the second one. I can do it one more time. Do you want to hear it again? No, I got what it was. I just... Who gets killed by a cat? Who gets killed by a cat? Who gets killed by a cat? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I need to hear some answers. I know it's Beauty and the Beast. Meet something that I know I'm going to feel really stupid about forgetting. Oh, you sure will. Tarzan. Whose father gets killed by a cat? It's Beauty and the Beast meets The Lion King. Oh, no! Equals Tarzan. (laughs) He doesn't get killed by a cat. He gets killed by a wildebeest. Yeah, but, like, two best friends. Brownish red color with tusks. And the other is a much smaller bit of a loudmouth and voiced by a Broadway star. Technically... I guess he gets killed by the wildebeest, but Scar throws him off the cliff, so... Number 12. A robot with installed human parts, trying to blend into society he doesn't fully understand. Meets. A relentless killer, trying to achieve a single-minded goal, police assuming the protagonists are crazy, and a big bad being defeated in a factory. I got nothing for this one. A robocop? Plus, um, I don't know what takes place in a factory. Um, chicken run equals the Terminator. You got the Terminator. So this one was a hard one. It was Bicentennial Man meets Child's Play, 
which is where Chucky comes from, That's right. equals the Terminator. I forgot the end of that is in a factory. Mm-hmm. All right, number 13. A guy who says he's Santa Claus, who people don't believe, but turns out to actually be Santa Claus, meets kind of father-son dynamics and divorced households, kind of? That is literally how it's written. <laughs> this was definitely me, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> Miracle on 34th Street plus, did I do Man of the House? Or did was this Jungle to Jungle? We can't. What's your man, answer? I guess it was Man of the House equals the Santa Claus? Correct on all three. I hate myself. <laughs> yep. Um, so, number 14. A movie that begins with the death of the main characters who try to help the one living person who can see them meets four relentless spirits hang in limbo for years until one man decides to help them cross over. The ghosts end up helping the living move on in their lives instead. This one is so vague. Not really. <laughs> I mean, I know nothing. <laughs> you wrote this, didn't you? It's possible. I know it's heart and souls. I know that much. I got nothing. I wanted it to be uh, the one hotel movie, uh, Tower of Terror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so this was Beetlejuice meets Casper equals heart and souls. Why did none of, neither of us do Tower of Terror, though, for that one? Got a bunch of people stuck in limbo. It sure does. All right, number 15. A classic Disney animated film with a magic user casting spells for animal-human transformation and a protagonist becoming royalty meets mice wearing clothes, living with humans, and pursued by a cat bonding together to defeat their enemies. Sword in the Stone plus the Great Mouse Detective? Equals Cinderella? Two of those are correct. This is The Sword of the Stone meets An American Tale. Tale. Equals Cinderella. That was my second guess. Alright, number 16. A fantasy tale taking place in the narrative of a book featuring characters falling down holes, a swamp no one wants to visit, and a pit of despair with secret entrances. Meets... A property featuring a dark-haired hero going up against a powerful sorcerer, gathering much more powerful friends to fight for them, but insisting on going solo for the final battle. Also featuring a white owl character, a white-haired sage speaking in riddles who has a talking hat and a red bird for a friend, and people using the words hogwart and hoghead. I wonder what those could... I'm gonna say this is Princess Bride meets Labyrinth equals The NeverEnding Story. Well... Did I did this backwards? <laughs> you did it backwards, because this is The Princess Bride meets Harry Potter equals The Labyrinth. <sighs> Alright, number 17. Featuring an evil lady magic user dressed all in black who really has it out for a baby a woman transforming into animals, and fairies granting gifts. Meets. Good witches and bad witches trying to guide the fate of a young girl who starts her journey home in a town of little people. Now I'm confused. Should I be confused? What are you confused on? Because I thought it was something, but then it used something in the something. <laughs> oh, that does sound confusing. Because I thought the first one was Snow White, and then I thought the second one was... The Wizard of Oz, but then I thought the third one was The Wizard of Oz. I mean, The Return to Oz, and that's why I was confused. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to need your final answers. Whatever. Just do that. All right. 
One of those is correct. Uh, this was Sleeping Beauty meets The Wizard of Oz, and it equals Willow. Oh, okay. All right, three more for you, Sarah. 18. With the help of a mystical box, two friends are... Two friends use historical figures to aid them with their schoolwork. Meets toys that come to life and fight amongst themselves. Toy deaths. Toys are noticed slash believed to be alive by children. One toy in particular is special to the main human child. So it's Bill and Ted meets... Trying to remember if this was yours or Mark's. I think this was Mark's, and then I'm going to say it's Small Soldiers equals Indian in the Cupboard. All three are correct! Because I was going to say Toy Story, but no one dies in Toy Story. They almost die, but they yeah, don't actually die. All right. Number 19. Kirstie Alley, in a film where her main love interest is an actor known for playing a lovable man-child, and where her love life is largely guided by the child in her life. Meets, a movie where two characters switch places and assume each other's lives based on a curious plot device that allows them to look the same and nearly get stuck in the lives they've assumed. So, look who's talking, meets, I got nothing, equals, it takes two. Yes, the one you're missing is face off. <laughs> face <laughs> off. Face off. Alright, uh, your last one for this round, number 20. A property where an alien orphan gets adopted by an American family. A young man learns about his mysterious past via alien technology and learns how to fly. Meets an otherworldly artifact, falls to Earth, and a government organization confiscates it to learn about its impenetrable nature. Featuring a character breaking into the facility... Getting to the artifact thanks to unsuspecting guards. Also, a son returning to his rightful place. I have no idea. Going E.T. plus War Games equals... Oh, I forgot what I decided this movie was. Uh, Lilo and Stitch. All right, all three are wrong. Uh, this was This was Superman meets Thor, and it makes Flight of the Navigator with... Which you were not there for I was that not episode. There for it. All right. So, Mark, the numbers are again weird. Uh, so you're gonna go it's from twenty-one. On my turn, you mess up the numbers because you go second. <laughs> sometimes they're screwed up. Sometimes they're not. I'm not gonna fix the program because all the the movies are there, and that's all that's important. So you're gonna go from twenty-one to forty. Uh, so that should be easy enough to keep track of. All right. <clears throat> so twenty-one. Bill Murray repeatedly battling a subterranean rodent. Meets a curmudgeonly man learning to change his ways and care for others. I'm going to say that it is Caddyshack plus Christmas Carol is Groundhog Day. All three are correct. Number 22. Part of the movie takes place on a farm where we learn of a family with relationship issues, but they bond and are reunited through a love of baseball. Meets. Women are proving that they can be strong in the face of adversity and take matters into their own hands despite society, a.k.a. men, trying to put them in their place. And also, it starred Gina Davis. Well, I know two of them, I think. I hope. 
I got nothing for the second one. It Field of Dreams plus something is a league of their own. Yep, that's two. All right, so this was Field of Dreams meets Thelma and Louise meets A League of Their Own. All right, uh, 23. I feel about starting a new league with unconventional players, complete with non-believers and a through line of family drama, meets a team of women in story roles, usually played by men, showing gender ultimately makes no difference, and they can get just as dirty as the boys. I think the first one is Mighty Ducks. Uh, and they're combining to be League of Their Own again. All right, well, the answer here is Field of Dreams uh, meets Bridesmaids meets, or makes a League of Their Own. All right, 24. While parents are away, a child is stolen from its bed by an evil leader from another world, which sets in motion a timed contest to win the child back while the evil man tries to turn the child to his ways. Meets... A teenage girl in a fantasy land far from home, full of strange creatures, some friendly, some not, with a magical nemesis who uses a crystalline orb to view our hero's movements. I'll say the first one is uh, Labyrinth meets Labyrinth meets Wizard of Oz equals Hook. You did get it backwards. It was Hook meets Wizard of Oz equals Labyrinth. Well, I got one at least. Yep. Uh... 25. A red-haired orphan is taken by a small group of poor street urchins who devise a plan to use the orphan for monetary gain. Eventually, the orphan finds a home with a wealthy family and forgives the street urchins, and they all remain friends and live happily ever after. Meets, an animated film about an unlikely band of homeless friends who form a family and must cooperate to find a home in paradise. I have Annie meets the land before time is Oliver and company. Two of those is correct. Uh, it was Anastasia meets the land before time. And I, I, I wrote those two. I th- uh, you sure did. <laughs> uh, 26. Through a series of events, one person starts to find himself by removing each of his invisible friends one at a time. Meets. A franchise based on weird and supernatural occurrences. In specific, one particular story focusing on the inability to move on until you have completed the one most important task in life that you weren't allowed to do while alive. Um, so I think something plus Casper is heart and souls. Alright, this was Identity meets Twilight Zone, one for the angels, equals heart and souls. Alright, number 27. Uh, an obvious bad guy usurps the throne and characters eat bugs that are slimy, yet satisfying. Meets an overcomplicated, or a movie with overcomplicated mechanisms to change clothes on the way to a secret lair, and Eartha Kitt playing a half-woman, half-cat. Lion King plus Batman is Oliver and Company. <laughs> now, was Eartha Kit in Oliver and Company? No, um, I that was the one I could I can't I couldn't think of how they go together. Um, All right, so this was the Lion King meets Batman makes the Emperor's new groove. So I I can't figure out where the changing clothes in the vehicle comes from. <laughs> no, changing clothes on the way to a secret lair. There are mechanisms to do that. It is not a vehicle. Anyway, number 28. Classic Hawaiian culture with a supernatural slash sci-fi twist. Meets 
an African-American man in a suit and shades using his previous knowledge of alien races to help people. I will say, because i just guessing, Moana plus Men in Black 2 is Lilo and Stitch. That is correct. All three of those. <laughs> um... Yeah, Men in Black 2 is going to be real stickler on. Yeah. Because it did mention previous yeah, knowledge, that's but you nailed it. <laughs> All right, number 29. Uh, an acquired story reimagined by Hollywood into a largely boring film featuring kung fu with an on-screen director, an overly simple plot, and lots of unnecessary flips. Meets a teenage boy fulfilling a prophecy, going on a journey to save his loved one, starring a romantic relationship with a princess, and featuring a lot of sand. <laughs> um. So I I don't know what the first one is. Well, okay, I think I'm I may have them backwards again. I don't know if I know what the first one is. I think the second one might be Star Wars Episode Two. <laughs> <laughs> and equaling warriors of virtue. All right, one of those is correct. Uh, that was Kung Pao, Enter the Fist, meets Star Wars Episode Two, Making Surf Ninjas. Mm, I knew it was one of those terrible kung fu movies. Uh-huh. All right, number 30. A take on the classic Star Trek series that leans heavily on the tropes but misses the humanity and morality questions that were the heart of the original series. Meets... A movie where a member of society under a, a member of society under attack seeks out and finds a group of warriors. However, they turn out to be performers, try to flee several times, but eventually give in and help them succeed. Also, the villain looks like a bug. Um, I had nothing for the first one. The second one, I be believe, is Bugs Life. Mm -hmm. And what do they make? I'm gonna say ants. One of those is correct. So this was Star Trek, the J.J. Abrams 2009 version, meets A Bug's Life equals Galaxy Quest. What? I, uh... Number oh, 31. I bet I wrote that. Uh, maybe. Uh, number 31. Michael Caine being grumpy and hating everyone in a slightly comedic film meets A man strives for power, pushes away the woman he loves, regrets his decisions, and takes out his anger on everyone else, even his family, and in the end, gives up his evil ways. I don't, well, I know what one of them is, I think, I hope. Uh, I think they, together, they will equal Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, yeah, I, pfft, I'm just drawing a blank now. Uh, no stabs? You just want the answer? Yeah, just go ahead. Alright, uh, so this was Noises Off meets... Star Wars, uh, I think it was talking about the journey of Darth Vader, uh, equals Muppet Christmas Carol. Alright, number 32. A property with London children, witches learning spells, people on broomsticks, crafty cats, motorcycles powered by magic, ordinary objects teleporting people, and an old stern woman l turning someone into an animal. Meets Angela Lansbury, playing a childless retiree living alone in a small secluded town, thwarting the plans of ne'er-do-wells and doing it way better than the authorities. I'm going to say Harry Potter plus Murder, she wrote, is Bedknobs and Broomsticks. All three are correct. Number 33, a musical where a young red-haired orphan is adopted by a rich family and also features kidnapping and a ransom plan to pay off debts. Meets. A movie featuring cartoon dogs where a stray mongrel falls for a proper pooch from a wealthy family. 
also featuring a glorification of a streetwise bohemian lifestyle. Anastasia plus Lady in the Tramp equals Oliver and Company. Two of those are right. This was Annie <laughs> of course, meets the Lady in the Tramp. Now that I said it wrong the first time. Mm-hmm. Number 34. Adventurers meeting historical figures, visiting the past and future, and navigating the time-space continuum in a phone booth. Meets a coming-of-age story featuring a couple of wastoids and awkward sexual situations. I, again, worry about getting things backwards, but I don't know what one of them is. I don't know the first one. I think it's something plus Encino Man is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Uh, one of those is correct. You can't think of a time-space continuum phone booth thing? Because <laughs> it was it's Doctor Who. It's not a phone booth. It's a police Doctor call Who box. meets Fast Times at Richmond High. Uh, equals Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. All right. 35. European falling in love with a native and a character in love with gold. Meets a villain very into sacrificing people to appease the gods, and it ends showing the arrival of white men. Well, I thought I had something, but it's not making sense in my head, so I'm just going to say what it was. I think Pocahontas plus Apocalypto is the road to El Dorado. All three are correct. <laughs> Number 36, a lost child, secret passageways, and the heroine struggling, or a heroine journeying into a large maze with shifting walls. Meets Christopher Lloyd playing an aggressively evil cartoon. Something plus Who Framed Roger Rabbit is the brave little toaster. One of those is correct. Christopher Lloyd also wasn't in Brave Little Toaster. Yeah, but I can't think of any other animated thing with him that we watched. And I'm sure I, can. I will as soon as you say it. Oh, crap. Uh, I just so thought of it, so never mind. The, this was The Labyrinth meets Who Framed Roger Rabbit equals it's Anastasia. Anastasia. <laughs> All right, number... You played Rasputin. Yeah, yeah. Ra, ra, Rasputin. Rasputin, lover of the Russian queen. That's the one. Number 37. Seafaring men on the search for buried treasure using a compass that spins randomly meets a Caucasian character discovering Native American culture through a member of the tribe and a piece of magical wood. So I wrote Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man's Chest because they have a spinning compass. And I don't know the second one, but I'm saying they equal Pocahontas. You should know the second one, because this is Pirates of the Caribbean meets Indian in the Cupboard equals Pocahontas. I should know that one, but I didn't. Alright, 38, an 80s film featuring Alfrey Woodward, where a successful businessman is visited by four ghosts who disrupt his life and business, but ultimately teach him the error of his ways meets a Robert Downey Jr. film where he is a powerful businessman content with empty relationships and ruining a bald man's company uh, where he finds his heart and commits himself to the most important woman in his life. I, I have no idea what the two are, but I think they make heart and souls. Cool. That is correct. I'm guessing this was... the two things that I haven't seen because that's usually how that goes. <laughs> Uh, this was Scrooged meets Iron Man equals nope. Heart and Souls. Never seen either one of those. <laughs> nope, never. All right, 39. Two more to go here. 39. A huge, <clears throat> a huge scene involving Alien Global Council meets a child finding a companion in something weird from space. 
uh, Star Wars Episode One, <laughs> maybe, um, meets Flight of the Navigator is Lilo and Stitch. Very close. This was Star Wars Episode One uh, meets the Iron Giant equals Lilo and Stitch. And your last one for this round, you are currently tied with Sarah. Uh, in this, for this round? round? Yeah. In this round. In this round. So number 40. An insidious green creature terrorizes a small town and almost causes Christmas to be canceled. Meets. A teenager accidentally unleashes devastating events on his family, which spread throughout his small town. Many scenes on the town square, and while trying to solve the problem, he ends up destroying a local theater, filmed on the same backlot. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, plus Back to the Future, is Gremlins. You did it. All three are correct. Alrighty, which gives Mark 36... Out of the possible um, 60. And Sarah ended up with 33. Let's go on to our next round. The scores at present. We have Sarah at 163, Mark at 152, only an 11-point deficit. Uh, so it's anybody's game. Uh, so go ahead to your Google Sheets. All right, round number nine. So first question is going to be a 50-50 for five points. On our scale, averaging all of our scores together, and accounting for any of the 12s that one of us maybe have given two movies uh, on our 10-point scale, resetting those to 10. Do we have more movies above a 9 or more movies below a 5? So that's 9s don't count if it averaged out to that. It has to be above that. And 5s don't count. It has to be below it. Well, 5 points will go to Sarah uh, because we have way more movies above a nine than we have below a five. Our, our scale goes real high. It skews heavily on the movies that we love as opposed to the movies that are horrible. So guess what? You're going to be naming some films now. No! <laughs> Sarah's favorite round. I'm really uh -huh. good at guessing above or below and then it's named them off and then I fall apart. All right. So once again, you're going to be naming uh, ten movies. They can be above a 9 or below a 5. Is it the average score? So yes, all of us average together. So you want something that's above a 9 or below a 5. I will say the older films, films that we did longer ago, uh, are going to be worth more than the films we've done since our first anniversary episode. So try to skew older instead of uh, newer films that we've done. But go ahead... So, you can check your answers as I go over them. We're going to start with the newer ones, which are worth five points. These are movies we've done the past two years. So, the five-point answers. Um, above a nine, we had 
Princess Bride and Galaxy Quest. I think Sarah had Princess Bride, nobody had Galaxy Quest. Uh, and for under five, we had Surf Ninjas, which you both put, uh, and Oliver and Company. Oh, I wanted to write that. <laughs> well, you didn't. Um, so the ten-point answers are the older films. Above a nine, we have Homeward Bound, Groundhog's Day, which Sarah has, Muppet Christmas, which you both have, Lilo and Stitch, Mark had, Chicken Run, and Hocus Pocus. Uh, for below a five, we have Man of the House, which Sarah had. We had Ants, which you both have. And we had Warriors of Virtue, which you both have. <laughs> so what it comes out to is Sarah got 50 points. Mark, you got 45 points. Wait, which, which were worth what? Did I add this wrong? Yeah. Do you have 60 instead of 50? I think so. Okay. That's what I, because I've got... Let me check Mark's answers. I think you're right. I may have missed one of the 10-point answers you got. I, I believe you. I'm just checking Mark to make sure I didn't do the same answers. Okay, so Sarah, you did get 60. Mark got 45. All right, so the second stage of this round. You are no! going to be naming. So these are... I'll be amazed if you get any of these three correct. So they're going to be worth 10 points each. On our scale of corrected reviews, the ones that average all of our scores together... We have exactly three films that have rated a 6.66. <laughs> so I'm calling these blursted films. Oh, jeez. No, no! So, you can, you have up to three guesses. Name any of those films that have scored a 6.66. So, good news, this went exactly as I thought it would. We didn't get any of them. Uh, you both got an American werewolf in London. <laughs> Yay! I, I think because I specifically told you our Halloween episode came to a 6.66. You didn't. Did you um, say that? I wasn't. I listening. did. No, I think we both got it because I went, which one did I throw uh, yep. the scale off? <laughs> well, that is true as well. Uh, the other two films, which you guys did not get, are Beverly Hills Cop and Atlantis The Lost Empire. Hmm. We, eh, maybe that was another one I threw the scale off on. I don't know. I thought we liked it. But I think Atlantis, Beverly Hills but... Cop was one that we all felt just, yeah, this was fine. <laughs> uh, I think that's how it came out in the end. All right. So... Although we were very confused by that art piece. And oh, the blood confused. chair. Oh, yes. And we the do skin love chair. the skin Not chair. the blood but we, chair. But we do like Making Judge a chair Reinhold. out of blood would be way harder. Judge Reinhold is great, though. Oh, we can all agree on that. All right, so going into our second game of Tag Lines, Mark is at 207 points. Sarah, you are at 238. So, Mark, you lost that round. Would you like to go first or second? What is this one? So this one, uh, it is again Tag Lines. I think these ones are a bit harder, and they can be stolen. So if you can name them, you will get two points. If the other person steals it and gets it right, they get one point. All right. I have my notebook. Now, that you only steal if the other person give, give up, right? Not just that you can't just jump in and say it first. Right. 
you can't you can't give the correct answer. In fact, that will give them the correct answer, and they will get yeah. the points. Um, you can only get it if they answer incorrectly or give up. Uh, so, Sarah, are you ready? I guess. Let's go. Number one, America's Romeo and Juliet. I don't know, the Terminator. Mark to steal. Uh, the Princess Bride. Pocahontas. Ah! <laughs> Number two, men are cocks. Is that Chicken Run? It is Chicken Run. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> oh, I left this one in there. Oh, God. This is great. I'm so scared. Number three. Small pizza, mushroom, black olives, calamata olives. <laughs> is, that, is that my dinner order? <laughs> so the challenge is this one is when did we have this one? So fair, that's my dinner order. It was at some point when I could still eat carbs. <laughs> Name a movie. <laughs> Lilo and Stitch. Mark to steal. <laughs> so unfair. Um, uh, what was what was that one? Oh, I need an answer now, Mark. <laughs> so Three, mean. Two. Tarzan. One. It was Ducktales, the movie Treasure of the Lost Lamb. <laughs> oh. All right. I miss carbs. Sarah, I might give you an extra one because of that. We'll see. All right. Um, so number four, saviorism is next to godliness. Heroism is the genuine article. I don't know. Terminator. Mark to steal. Hercules. Hercules is correct. Uh. Number five, for audiences of all sizes. I feel really bad because I did this one, didn't I? Probably. Uh, honey, I shrunk the kids? Correct. Number six. This time, taxes will be raised. You also did this one, Sarah. I know I did. What <laughs> movie had taxes? I hate my life. I don't know. Mac and me. Mark to steal. Groundhog Day. Independence yeah. Day. Number seven. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't write it. <laughs> I don't remember. Number seven. Mob. Oh, because they destroyed everything. Yeah, probably. Number seven, mob murder fun for the whole family. Uh, man of the house. Correct. Number oh, number eight, ellipsis, but after racism. But after racism. Yeah, so title it's of the, the movie. The title, but after racism. But after racism. I'm betting you did this one. What one were you mad about racism? Gonna need an answer. Man of the house. Mark to steal. Pocahontas. So, the key here was the word after, so you were looking for an opposite of that. The land before time, oh, but after racism. Right, that was the other racist movie. Anyway, uh, number nine, serving up a new kind of hero. Brave little toaster. Mark to steal. Is that also Hercules? This is Heavyweights. Oh, it is based on the cover for it where right. somebody said a sandwich. I think Lars, it's strange. Anyway, yeah. number 10, second verse, same as the first. A little bit louder and a little bit worse. Mighty Ducks 2. Close enough, I'll give D2, it to you. D2, the Mighty Ducks. There you go. <laughs> uh, number 11, Luau's Surfing and Aliens. Oh my. Lilo and Stitch. Correct. Number 12, Babysitting Has Never Been So Fantastic. Labyrinth? Mark to steal. It's the only one I could think of with babysitting. Yeah, the Goonies. Willow. Oh. I wanted it to be Adventures of Babysitting, but we haven't done that one yet. Number 13. 
Space, the final frontier. Did you say friend <laughs> That's what I heard. I sure did. It Galaxy says, Quest. The final friend tier is what that is. And your guess is Galaxy Quest, Mark to Steel. Lilo and Stitch. Mac and me. Ah. ah. Number 14, magically making the plot disappear. Bed knobs and broomsticks. <laughs> Correct. Hey! <laughs> that was one of you two, because I like that movie. Oh, yeah. No, that was totally that was me. Carl. <laughs> I found that movie totally lost the plot. Anyway, um, number 15. City of Gold, Men of Pyrite. Road to El Dorado. Correct. Number 16. Asterix, just one of each, actually. I got nothing. Uh, Warriors of Virtue. Mark to steal. Surf Ninjas. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> this was bed knobs and broomsticks. Uh, yeah. Just one of each, actually. Oh. All right, number 17. Some secrets should stay buried. I thought of another movie that'd be great for, mm -hmm. but it's not a movie we've watched yet. Atlantis. It is Atlantis, The Lost Empire. I thought it'd be a great one for uh, Jumanji, but we haven't watched oh, Jumanji. Oh, that is good. Number 18. Scoring is only half the game. The other half is Garbage Collection. Mighty Ducks? D3, the Mighty Ducks? I, I have to give it to you. For Mighty Ducks, from here on out, everyone be very specific. Uh, but yes, D3, the Mighty Ducks is correct. All right, uh, so number... I have to give it to her. <laughs> I, I am going to D3. give it to her. Don't I am the judge. Uh, so, number 19... When you think to be all fair, he hadn't said anything, but I was that was a continuing sentence. He hadn't stopped me yet. I made a face. Uh, anyway. Oh, I didn't see your face. It number nineteen. When when you think all hope is lost, turn to the town drunk. Willow. Mark to steal. Independence Day. Correct. Oh, I forgot about uh, the lesser yep. Quaid. The lesser Quaid. Is he still hiding in Canada? Uh, who's to say? Uh, number twenty. Arranged marriages aren't just for kids anymore. Or did he die? Mark, look up if Randy Quaid died. Uh, is that It Takes Two? It is It Takes Two. <laughs> no, did something meow? It was Fiona, I'm guessing. I'm guessing that wasn't Mark. Give me a second. All I right. have to look oh up if Randy Quaid is dead. You're looking up if Randy Quaid is dead or not? <laughs> yeah. No, Randy Quaid's fine. Randy okay. Quaid's not dead. Spoiler alert. Randy Quaid is fine. Number 21. The past begins in the future. Terminator? Correct. Number 22. Sometimes you can judge a book by its cover. Never ending story? No, Mark to steal. Warriors of Virtue. No, The Adams Family. Um, yeah. It could have been Hocus Pocus, too. <laughs> All right, 23. Double cousin eyeball. 23. Seasoning the Witch. Hocus Pocus. Dang it. Correct. <laughs> uh, number 24. Squeak Squeaker. Squeakity Squeak Squeakin'. Emperor's New Groove. Correct. Number 25. Look Who's Talking Tao. I know it is, but I just need a moment to be like, hmm. I forgot how bad that one was. Um, is that Warriors of Virtue? It sure is, turns out. Number 26. Less songs, more explosions. Is that Atlantis the Lost Empire? It sure is. Uh, number 27. Anything's legal as long as you lie on the police report. I don't remember, but for some reason I wanted that to be Mighty Ducks, and I think that's wrong. 
That is wrong. Mark to steal. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Correct. All right. All right. Um, let's see. Number 28, Pirate Family Counseling. Hook? Correct. 29, Be Brave But Fear Nothing. I don't know. Hook again. Mark to steal. Brave Little Toaster. No, this is the never-ending story where the nothing is something you have to worry about. Oh. Anyway, number 30. Planned Parenthood in reverse? Excuse me? That is how it's written with a question mark at the end. Sarah. I don't think I did that one. No, I'm pretty sure this is Mark. What? I don't think so. Oh, I for sure did not write this one. Planned Parenthood. How do you... I don't even know how that works, so I have no idea what... You just accidentally get a baby? Do you want to take a stab? Hook. Mark to steal. It takes two. Correct. <laughs> Random guess. <laughs> I don't know how that... I don't know your thought process on that one, Mark I don't think I still. wrote that one. Oh, I didn't write it. Nobody wants this Nobody one. Nobody wrote Alrighty. it. Alrighty. None of us are claiming that one. <laughs> Moving on to Mark now. Mark, are you ready to go? I guess so. All right. Also, fun story. The numbers are screwed up. Uh, so you'll be going from 31 to 60. Anywho, 31. Size does matter. Oh, I think I wrote this one. Ants. Sarah to steal. Honey, I shrunk the kids? Correct. That was Sarah's fault. <laughs> Number 32. It's not attempted murder if they're not human. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. Is that so one ants? Sarah to steal. <laughs> Chicken run? This was the brave little toaster. Oh, oh. All right, number 33. Just remember, you're on his side. Um, Tarzan. Sarah to steal. The Santa Claus. This was The Emperor's New Groove. I was not a fan of Cusco. Alright, uh, number, number 34, Save the Mosquitoes. Lilo and Stitch. Correct. Alright, number 35, Just a Pair of Dudes Creating Paradoxes. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Correct. Number 36, Next Christmas, Just Get a Gift Card. I think I wrote that one. Uh, The Santa Claus. Sarah mm. to Steal. Set Gremlins! That was Gremlins. Oh, that was a recent one. Number 37, Hell Breaks Loose. I'm pretty sure I wrote that, too. Gonna need an answer. Three, two, one. Eh, eh. All right. Sarah to steal. Hercules? No, oh, that, that is a good obvious. guess. That, I so, this one, whoever wrote it, did it for the rhyme. This is Beetlejuice, Hell Breaks Loose. Oh, that was not... I did not do that. Yeah, I didn't write it. No, I, I will look this up. This was not me. All right, uh, number 38. All children are special. She's just a little more than any other. Matilda. Correct. 39. Sometimes you can go home again. Aww. Homeward Bound. Correct. It was either a really nice Homeward Bound or a really creepy Beetlejuice. Yeah, one of those for sure. <laughs> number 40. One badass mother of a holiday. Terminator? Sarah to steal. Mother of a holiday. We didn't watch Die Hard. Gremlins. It is Gremlins. What? Oh. It's the fight scene with the mom and the Gremlins. I knew it was something about the mother, but... All right. Number 41. To err is human. To deceive, divine. Um, the Road to El Dorado. Correct. Number 42. 
Genesis in the Jungle. Tarzan? Correct. I got that one. Let's see. Number 43. It's easy to fake being royalty when you don't have to pretend. Anastasia. Correct. Number 44. Dicking of Destiny. <laughs> uh, I have forgotten how terrible some of these were. Uh-huh. Um, that, uh, is that the Terminator? That is the Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. Number, number 45. Now with 90% less body horror. Oh! <sighs> Hocus Pocus is not correct, but I don't know the right answer. Sarah to steal. Is it Cinderella? It is mm. Cinderella. So I am. So this next one is hard. Uh, not because it is long or like that pizza one, but I think because. <laughs> I think because Sarah had the pizza one, I'm going to allow this. Give me a legitimate pizza order. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark read it as a tagline. It was recorded. Anyway, Mark, you have to specifically name the movie that this refers to, the one that I have written down, because this tagline is Two Worlds, One Family. It's a trap, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Lilo and Stitch. It is Lilo and Stitch. Nicely done. <laughs> also, I use that one as often as possible, which made it even more difficult. All right, uh, number 47. Despite the best of efforts, the rich just keep getting richer. DuckTales, Treasure of the Lost Lamp. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> number 48. If you kill him, you must become him. <laughs> the Santa Claus. <laughs> correct. Uh, number 49. Kung Fu Career Killer. Now, I had this problem earlier because it was another martial arts movie and I picked the wrong one. Uh-huh. I'm gonna say Warriors of Virtue. Correct. Number 50, Doing Dad Proud. Man of the House. Sarah to Steal. Hercules? No, That's this was... That's a good guess, though. It was not referring to the plot of the film. I believe Sarah wrote this one because it's The Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, you're right. It was the first Brian Henson one. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> number number 51, never bring a gun to a sword fight. Surf ninjas. Correct. 52, what if this were the most 90s movie you've ever seen? Uh, There's several of those. That's also surf ninjas. It? it is. <laughs> so number 53, one Robin Williams short of being a classic. I, I'll say Hook, but he's in it, so it's just stuck in my Sarah head. to steal. Hercules. This is DuckTales the movie, Treasure of the Lost Lamb. Oh, right, because the genie's the fake. It's basically uh, Aladdin. Uh, so, 54, never trust a man in a cape. Warriors of Virtue. Sarah to steal. Was this Princess Bride? It was not. This was Pocahontas. Oh. Number 55, hashtag Harambe. <laughs> wow, that's aged well. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eyes on Mark for that. Uh, what? Oh, for yeah, sure. I know it was one. me. <laughs> I felt bad when I wrote it. <laughs> Except now I don't even remember why I wrote it. Um Tarzan. Correct. Yeah, All which right. movie has a gorilla yeah, game? Well, seriously, name a gorilla it seemed film. too obvious um, to me, but well, you wrote it. Maybe sometimes you're obvious. I don't know. Uh, number 56. 
Find where you belong, even if it's not where you began. Willow. Sarah to steal. Hercules? Correct. What? Yep. Find my way. I can, I can go, go the, the distance. distance. Yeah. He's, all, he's in a search for where he belongs. You were not in that episode, so no shade thrown against you. All right, number 57. Who needs magic when you have misdirection? Labyrinth. Sarah to steal. Hocus Pocus? No, this was Willow. Um, All right. He's the bird in the hand thing. Mm -hmm. Number 58. For audience safety, no virgins allowed. (laughs) Hocus Pocus. Correct. You can thank Sarah for that one. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, did I do that one? I feel bad about that. So this one has the title in the tagline, so I will give you a blank where that title appears. It is simply, there is no tomorrow, there is no escape, there is only blank. <laughs> I don't have the answer, but I had a really stupid thing that I thought. There's only Zoo. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh, uh, Groundhog Day. Correct. And number 60, your last one in this round, is say hello to our little friends. Ants. Sarah to steal. I was going to go ants too, so now I'm not sure. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? It is Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I don't remember that happening. It was probably mine now that I said that. You don't remember what happening? Them being little? No, that that line, but... Oh, it doesn't. That's what, that, see, that was my... No, 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 no. I mean, the tagline that we made up. But I don't... I That was going to be my guess, and it seemed too obvious. And I was like, well, I wasn't there for ants, so I'll just guess that. Ah, I see. Out of a possible 30, um, Sarah, you got 16, while Mark stole four views. Views. I stole four views. Four views. Yeah. Uh, Mark, you got 17, and Sarah stole six from you. So, six of you. tally up the score here. Oh, so that means you tied. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I have the scores corrected now. You tied that round. Hooray. Alrighty, so, <laughs> this round, you are again going to be naming things. However... Zebras? Llamas? You, uh, this... At least in this first, At least this first part, uh, you are going to be naming potatoes. Oh no. So we have, I have our potato rankings and the frequency in which we use them. You're going to name three potatoes, ten points each if they are among the top five most frequently used potatoes. So name three potatoes, ten points each, if they are in the top five most frequently used. Alrighty, so our top five most frequently used potatoes are... Wow, that's... Wow, that's, uh... Okay. So there is a difference here. I was about to say, maybe this is just a wash, and you both got it. But our top five most frequently used potatoes are mashed potatoes, black potatoes, potato skins, Five Guys fries, and raw potatoes. So, Mark, I think you got two. Sarah, I think you got all three. I did. So, 30 for Sarah, 25 for Mark... All right, so, next up. All right, so, for five points each, 
We have nine potato rankings we have used exactly one time. So somebody decided to try something out and then we never used <laughs> it again. Uh, so I would say of those nine, I will submit a list of potatoes. You will get uh, five points each if that potato is on that list of low potatoes. I don't know, does that make sense? You can list up to 10 potatoes. So I will tell you, um, I think it might be interesting to go through our list of new potatoes. <laughs> the ones that I have written down, I, I miscounted because in the list are ones that you have to be very specific on how you spell them. So some of the infrequently used ones are used much more just this one time somebody spelled them wrong. So I've, uh... taken, the, I've taken the spelled wrong ones off of the list because they've been used more than once. Uh, and now I have the corrected list, which has one, two, three, seven instead of nine potatoes. Of those seven, Mark got one. Sarah did not get any. Oh, no! What? So, uh, let's go through our list. Sarah, what are your potatoes? I had vodka! That has been used three times. Really? Really? I thought yeah. we only did that once. By who? Probably by me. It was probably by Carl. Hash Carl Browns. Who created it. Hash Browns has been used four times. Tater Tots. We've used that. Tater Tots has been used a lot. Yeah. Twice baked potatoes. I don't think that's on the list. We have oven baked, but not twice baked. Not twice baked. Box potatoes. That's been used a lot. Sweet potatoes. Been used a lot. Steak fries. I've used that uh, more than once by myself. Yeah, that has been used more than once. Um, I'll find it. Go ahead. Potatoes gotten. <laughs> that has never been used. <laughs> I swear that was like cheesy potatoes was on there. Well, if someone cheesy used it, we didn't put it on, on the list. Maybe. If it's been used, it's not ever been recorded. Um, McDonald's fries. That has been used seven times. Yeah, like Potatoes with eyes. I debated giving you this because somebody did spell the thing wrong, which is why potato with eyes is in the list. But specifically, you did a plural version. The plural version, we have used 14 times. Oh. Somebody put potato with eyes, and we have that one time. <laughs> That's I, I have to dumb. Uh. Yeah. So you didn't get a point. If you had the singular, I may uh. have given it to you. All Wait, right. Mark? Go through your Well, potatoes. I also had vodka because I thought it was only once. Right. I had the frites. That's been used twice. Um, I had red robin fries. That has been used four times. I had russet potatoes, but I think... That's been used a Yeah, bunch. as soon as I wrote it down, I didn't think it was right. I put fingerlings. That has been used twice. Ugh. And then I put double baked because I remember seeing that on the list, even though it's not twice I, baked. I think it might be on the list. I don't think we've ever used it. Yeah, I, I just looked now and it just has a bunch of question marks next to it. <laughs> so we have it on the list, but we don't have a meaning How for it. How is double baked not the same as twice baked? It's not written as twice baked on the list. Yeah, it's not on the list. Even, But even if we count it as the same thing, oven baked has been used a bunch. So then I wrote yam question mark. <laughs> Yams has been used one time. Yes! That is the point you got. 
How is yams different than sweet potatoes? I don't know. Somebody <laughs> wrote yam, though, and it wasn't a misspelled version of sweet potato. Where is it? Oh, I remember. What, it's not on it, the list. It sounded It's not on the list. Though. Someone just did it? Somebody just said yam, and that that's what got recorded. probably Sarah, because she's the one that just makes stuff up. Right. And then oh, I had most of these, and boiled, most of the, just making them up, because I couldn't remember what was on the list. But yams. Yeah, that is not on the list. I don't think yams are on the list, but it sounded familiar. The ones that have been used one time, I would say 90% are things Sarah has made up on the fly. Mm-hmm. So, correct answers in this round are potato in a blender. <laughs> <laughs> what was that for? No idea. Poutine. That's on the list. Well, fine. Well. It may have got added after she said it. Uh, third place question mark. Uh, yams. Then we have potato gun. <laughs> I did not do that one. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure you did. Um, <laughs> and then we have Fuddruckers fries. Okay, that was me because I'm the only one that likes Fuddruckers. And then finally, another one that is definitely you is Rutabaga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, that was you. <laughs> oh, you want to know my two ones I just came up with? Yeah, go ahead. Latkes, potato pancakes. I don't know what that one would count for yet, but it is a potato thing. I guess that would be another kind of foreign one, but more, like, Eastern European foreign. Very, like, depressing and Uh. post-Soviet. And then gnocchi. So when everything feels happy and Italian. They're potato pasta. Gnocchis. All right, so the next part of this round uh, on potatoes are... Are Five Guys movies. So, I have a list of the movies that somebody in our group has given Five five Guys Fries for. However, most of those come from our first year. So there are 13 movies that one of us has given Five Guys Fries to. There are only five that we did after the first anniversary game. So... You can name up to five movies, five points each, if somebody in our group gave it a Five Guys Fries. But, so, only from after the anniversary? Sure. If you name one we did in our first year, uh, even if it got Five Guys Fries, it'll be worth no points. So, uh, looks like Sarah got three and Mark got two. So, movies that have gotten five guys' fries within our first year uh, that would count for no points in this are Homeward Bound, Hook, Lilo and mm-hmm. Stitch, Chicken Run, Hocus Pocus, Muppet Christmas, A League of Their Own, and Groundhog Day. The ones worth points in this round are The Princess Bride, Galaxy Quest, Matilda, Hercules, and an American werewolf in London. What? Yeah. Sarah, I did Sarah it. gave it five oh, guys fries. Jerk. So yeah. Sarah um, got three and Mark got two of them. Yeah, I should have had three, but I didn't know if Hook was this time or the last. That was the one I was debating about changing, but La- so, uh, the Princess final. Bride. I was going to, but then I was like, I th- yeah, yeah, that, that was, was my that was right line. after the anniversary one. 
Yeah. All right. Final part of this section before we move on to guide game number two. You're going to list ten movies. There can be overlap within Five Guys movies because this is Steak and Shake Fries. These are our second place movies. No! Yep. Uh, there are 13 of them. Name any 10. These are worth 10 points each. Is this, this is again only since the... No, no, no. This is all time. Any movie that has been given a Steak and Shake Fries. Well, Sarah did great. Of course she did. So that's good. So, possible answers are Pocahontas, The Santa Claus, A League of Their Own, Groundhog's Day, Galaxy Quest, The Never-Ending Story, The Labyrinth, Beverly Hills Cop, Return to Oz, Heart and Souls, Hercules, and Gremlins. Sarah, I saw that you got three. Mark, I see you got one. I did correct? get three. Cool. All So at the end of this round, we have Sarah at 351, and Mark is at 295. And our final games round, we'll be looking at the guide game with the chance to steal. Do you want to go first or second? I will go first. So, uh, again, this is a... Uh, Two points for getting it right. One point if you can steal it. Uh, let's see. Uh, there is going to be 20 of these uh, because these are a bit longer. All right. So are you ready, Mark? Sure. <clears throat> Number one. Things somehow work out all right for a woman who takes all of her advice from a stray dog. Pocahontas. Sarah to steal. Return to Oz. Anastasia. Number two. A woman's delusions of talking animals is ignored because of a great fashion sense. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this was a Sarah one because talking about fashion. Probably. Makes sense. Cinderella. Correct. Number three. A low-level worker prevents an uprising that would have taken an oppressive caste system out of power. Yeah. Um. Three. Ah, uh, two. Ah, uh, one. I need an answer. Mm, nope. Mm -mm. Sarah to steal. Ants? It is ants. Yeah, Mark, the one that I that wasn't one. there. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, number four. A family finally finishes a seven-year art project made of nature's garbage. Man of the house. Correct. Number five. A group of young children team up and solve racial segregation. Land before time. Correct. Uh, number six. An outside lawyer wreaks havoc on the operations of a private learning institution, going so far as to change their mascot to one he prefers. This is Mighty Ducks 3? D3. Correct. Number 7. Two dullards ruin the time-space continuum because a complete stranger shows up and tells them to. Later, the same man takes two women away from the only life they've ever known, gets them massively in debt, and leaves them with two boys they barely know. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yup. Uh, number eight. Not reading the fine print leads a man to become the leader of an organization against his will, and due to this, he gains weight, gets fired, and loses legal rights to his child. Uh, the Santa Claus. Correct. Number nine. 
A bullied child makes up a fantastic story to skip a math test. Matilda. Sarah to steal. Man of the house. The never-ending story. All right, that's what classy leaves during. Uh-huh. Uh, number ten. Several detailed prophecies come to fruition exactly as described, surprising all of the characters involved, but none of the viewing audience. Warriors of Virtue. Sarah to steal. Hercules. This is Surf Ninjas. Ah! Uh, number 11. You think I remember uh, that movie? I always pick the wrong stupid kung fu movie. <laughs> uh-huh, you sure do. Number 11. Introducing a new species into a secluded jungle land promotes poaching and environmental issues. Tarzan. Correct. Number 12. A man's goal to find his birth parents ends with their house destroyed and his girlfriend dead. Ants. Sarah to steal. Adam's family. <laughs> Hercules. All right. Yeah. All right. Number 13. The harrowing tale of a failing overseas mining operation with which leaves its sponsor imprisoned and its captain mortally wounded. Pocahontas. That is correct. So, number 14. After what must have been a harrowing childhood, a young man fails to come to terms with modern society. Jungle to Jungle. Did we, we didn't that watch movie? that. We <laughs> no. sure haven't, but that's Sarah to yeah, steal. Yeah, she can take it. I don't know, Tarzan? The Brave Little Toaster. His, his childhood was harrowing because his toys were appliances. Um, so, number 15. Two friends bickering affects an entire town. Wow, that's very detailed and specific. <laughs> Hercules. Sarah to steal. Rotel Dorado? Correct. Yeah. Hooray! Number 16. A young man uses a girl's interest in urban legends to get a date. Gremlins. Sarah to steal. Hocus Pocus. Correct. <laughs> Number 17. A former leader returns to his lost homeworld and regains his previous title and ceremonial sword, only to give it all away willingly in the end. Um, Hook. Correct. Number 18. A home redesign leads to conflict between homeowners. Man of the house. Sarah to steal. Beetlejuice. Correct. Number 19. A king's dementia lets his son's power get way out of control. Atlantis is what I have in my head, but it's not right. I know what it is. All right. Atlantis is incorrect. Sarah to steal. Princess Bride. Correct. All right. Number 20, your last one for this round, is after being given the worst job in history by his brother and working it for years, a long-suffering man finally sees his chance to improve his station, but is forced back in his place by his brother's idiot son. I have no idea what that is. Take a guess. D2, the Mighty Ducks. Sarah to steal. Hercules? Correct. So, Mark, out of a possible 20, you answered 9 correct, and Sarah stole 6 of the ones uh, that you did not get. I'm consistent on my stealing. That is true. Alrighty, Sarah, are you ready? As ready as I'm probably gonna get. I'll take that as a yes. Mark, are you ready to steal? Only if she gets them wrong. Alrighty. Ahem. <clears throat> A leader desperately wants to keep his family safe, but through the naive actions of one of its members, both the family's stability and its future are called into question. Uh, land before time. Mark to steal. Pocahontas. Tarzan. 
Number two. A young man, oh, sorry, a young woman sloughs off the responsibility of her first day of work to play with a dog and later becomes inescapably entangled in the schemes of a forger and con man. Oliver and Company? Mark to steal. Anastasia? Correct. That is Anastasia. <laughs> There's a young girl at Oliver and Company. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, number three. Younger sister completely destroys siblings' chances of getting a date. Hocus Pocus. No. No? Mark to steal. Wait, what? <laughs> is Mark, that not the point of Hocus Pocus? Mark to steal. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, could, oh, it could work for Hocus Pocus, but that was not I know what it is now. Submitted. I figured it out. I know my mistake. Mark a Monday Lancer. Labyrinth. <laughs> it's Lilo and Stitch, yeah. isn't it? It is Lilo and Stitch. Alright, number four. A young lady refuses to do her job and convinces her friends to follow suit, leading to a leading to the bankruptcy of a fourth-generation family business. Is that Chicken Run? It is Chicken Run. Number five. The black sheep of a family eventually decides to, lo to no longer be a part of it and decides to live with a cowardly spinster instead. Bed knobs and broomsticks. Mark to steal. Cinderella. <laughs> this is Matilda. Uh, Number six. A woman's long-term trials and tribulations lead to an enormous aid to England's war effort, but all of her hard work gets credited to the men of the town, and her powerful discoveries get lost forever thanks to her terrible memory. Is that Bedknobs and Broomsticks? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Number seven. After concussive hallucinations, a young boy learns a lesson in public safety. I don't know, Mac and me! Mark to steal. Unless it's... Mark, I'm gonna need these to go a bit quicker. Warriors of Virtue again. Oh! Warriors of Virtue it's is correct. When he falls down the storm train. Uh-huh. Number eight. Unpopular man's attempt to gain the approval of his peers goes too far. Ants? Mark to steal. Hocus Pocus. Uh, it is Pocahontas. Nope. <laughs> yeah, the the governor is the unpopular man. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't sure. write it. Number nine. Three sisters have to wait years to get revenge on a boy who interrupted their dinner. Hocus Pocus. <laughs> now, that sounded like Bocus Hocus. <laughs> Mumbo Jumbo. I, I will give it to you. Uh, number ten. A group of women help an injured man recover from addiction. Chicken run? Mark to steal. What? Oh, no! Mark it's... to steal. League of their own. Correct. It is. Number 11. A farm girl living her ideal life is guilted into leaving her home and doing physical labor in different towns across America, continually underappreciated by the person who begged her to be there. Eventually, she returns home, having not changed at all during the course of her journey. That a league of their own? That is a league of their own, yes. Did you write that? I did. Uh, number 12. A bitter man works out childhood issues by yelling at kids. Is that Hook? Mark to steal. The Mighty Ducks. That is the Mighty Ducks. That could be a lot of our movies, actually. It sure could. That's what makes it the game Because it also probably could have been the Santa Claus. <laughs> Number 13. A flamboyant man's quest for positive self-image is disrupted by a foreigner thinking that he knows better. That could be Hook. Is that your answer? Oh. What is your answer? Or could it be Labyrinth? No, because that's he. 
What is your answer? I'm gonna go with hook. Mark to steal. Um, well, I'll just say labyrinth because that's what she said. Uh, that was warriors of virtue. Oh. Turns out. Oh, I forgot. I forgot the main guy and his his constantly parading around. I love that character. It was the only character I liked with him just sashaying around. All right, number fourteen. A new man interrupts the daily lives of a woman's prison. Oh, chicken run. Correct. Number 15. Just as a family is starting to rebuild after suffering the tragic loss of its patriarch, its youngest member is harassed by an illegal alien and blamed for the disruption the immigrant causes. Despite this, the trial... The child tries to help him and literally ends up dying for his troubles while the immigrant and his family become legal citizens. Is this Mac and me? That is Mac and me. Uh, number 16. One of the main characters fails to remove a nest of pests in his home and his wife wears white to his friend's wedding before ruining the entire ceremony. I didn't understand a single word of that. <laughs> Uh, do you need me to repeat it? Beetlejuice. It is Beetlejuice. Okay. Number 17. Kids go to extreme lengths to stop a golf course. Goonies? That is Goonies, yes. Uh, number 18. A girl who could really use therapy refuses to accept reality. Matilda. Mark to steal. Return to Oz. Return to Oz Uh, is correct. But probably not the lobotomy. Just Number nineteen. Two guardians of small children really don't know their charges very well. It takes two. Correct. I think I wrote that one. Your last one for this round, number twenty. <laughs> there is a misspelling in this, but I think this is the way it was performed in the episode, so I'm gonna read it as is. <clears throat> number forty. Sailboats. We already did that one. Sailboats. <laughs> Uh, number 40, a man uses knowledge he shouldn't have to drink a woman into liking him. <laughs> is that Groundhog's Day? That is Groundhog's Day. <laughs> Don't drink women, people. If we can teach our audi- our audience, our listeners, one thing... Don't drink women. You'll get dehydrated. Blood has a lot of salt in it, probably. Right? I, yeah. Science. All right. So, Sarah got... Out of a possible 20, you got 10, and Mark stole 5. So that makes our scores great. It just says great when I add up these numbers. Oh, that's lovely. I know, right? All right, well, Sarah has uh, the most commanding of leads here as we move into our final round. So go ahead to your shared spreadsheet. We're gonna do We're going to do a couple of questions as normal. And then a very special thing. So this is a series of three questions that you're going to answer. Um, the first of which is, after I average all of the scores together and get a score for a particular movie, I can then see who is farthest away from that average. Basically, who disagrees with the group the most uh, and uh, ends up um, being furthest away from whatever average we go on. So, in doing this math, episodes that you missed were not accounted for. So, oh, it's the furthest you were away from a score on the episodes you were on. So, the first question, who is the closest to our average? Uh, overall, uh, ever. Overall, in the episodes that they have been in, 
who gave a score that was closest to the average most often. Do my weird scores just get put to a 10? Yes. Okay. You've only done that once, and yes, it was corrected to a 10. Who do you think gets closest to the average? Mark, who'd you put down? I said Carl. Sarah? I put Carl. The answer is Mark. Oh. Yeah. On average, uh, Mark is... Uh, they're all fairly close. Like, we all tend to get uh, within, like, one point of the average we end up with. Uh, and Sarah's the furthest away, because she is normally, like, 0.72 away from it. Mark is closest with 0.63. I have very extreme opinions. You do. Speaking of, uh, so the next thing that I did with our scoring systems is I see I saw which between the two of us disagreed the most. So, we have three pairings. There's me and Mark, me and Sarah, and Sarah and Mark. So for the next two questions, tell me which pair of the two of us are normally the closest together. Oh, and which, yeah, and which pair of the two of us are normally furthest away. Yes, so closest together, then furthest away. Okay, again, on average, we don't tend to disagree that much on this podcast. At least not numbers-wise. Yes. Uh, so, the uh, in order, so closest together, then furthest away. Let me make sure I get these scores correct. Order from furthest away to closest together. It goes Sarah and Mark, then Carl and Sarah, and then Carl and Mark. So that your answers them. should be Carl and Mark, then Sarah and Mark. Which, Mark got both of those, Sarah, you uh, got one. I got one. I, I assumed you guys agreed and that I was the weak link. I just didn't realize which one of you two was I the weak link with. Mm-hmm. All right, so let me do a thing here. I know that I am always the one that is being like, no, this movie is great, you guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, guys, you just don't understand how this movie You don't understand it. And then you hate guys, the movies that are good. Movies. Like what? Like all of them. Ah. That is not a specific movie. It's really not. I think I represent the average man, and you guys are just pretentious. I mean, I am pretentious. You are. You own pocket squares. I, you've bought me pocket squares. <laughs> That's true. All right, so on your sheets, you should now see the scores that you have given movies. So, now is your chance to fix any ratings. Uh, let's institute a, um, we've normally done, like, whole numbers or point fives. In order to distinguish, like, nines from each other, because we all have a lot of nines, let's do, like, 9.1 or 9.3. So just, not everything needs a different score, but it gives you more, more ways to describe how good you think a film is, and not limited in just whole numbers. So, because we could wildly jump around here, I think Sarah handily has this in the bag. I could make this a golden snitch round, but I think that makes the rest of the competition pointless. Um, so Sarah, you are currently at 387. Mark, you at 338. 
So we'll make these 20 points each, because why not? It shouldn't affect anything anyways. Uh, so we're going to go same three questions. Which one of us is closest to our new averages with our new scores? And then which of the two of us have the closest, uh, most agreement on scores? And which one of us has the most disagreements in scores? All right, so for 20 points each, because why not? It's the end of the game. And um, going to beat me now. Maybe. So, you first had to name who is the closest to our new average. Again, we are all very close to one another. And in fact, Sarah and Mark are eerily close together. <laughs> um, but I am actually the closest now. Aww. No! Yeah, because with the new average, I am... On average, 0. 0.679. I considered keeping all my answers the same, but I changed it to Mark. Uh, Mark, you are now 0. 0.68, and Sarah's also 0. 0.68. Crazy. What did, you, what did you put, Mark? I said me. Yep. We both switched it to what was the answer last time. Uh-huh. And I had Carl the first time, so... All right, so next for which one of us, which of the pair of us, gives the closest answer to one another is... Now, uh, Carl and Sarah. The ones mm. who are furthest away are Sarah and Mark. Still. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that looks like Mark is going to get 20 points, having answered one of them correctly. And Sarah, I don't I think you get any. Yes. I so. thought because I, I put my werewolf in London up higher though. up. Mm-hmm. So that is going to finish off our games, our marathon episode. This has truly been our Super Bowl with scores of Sarah, or I should go lowest first, Mark at 3.58, Sarah at 3.87. Sarah, congratulations, you have won Yay. the retrograding games. You are the king or queen of friendship. <laughs> Yay! I don't know if friendship works like that. Yeah, the, oh, yeah. Oh, it does. Do you know what you win? You win the chance to prepare this quiz next time. No! <laughs> so, in, uh, we'll see you in four years. Alrighty, that's gonna close off this episode of French Katie. If you stuck out with us the whole time, thank you, and why. Uh, but, thank you for joining us. We do appreciate it. That's gonna close, we will see you guys next time. That's how I finish the episodes. Mm -hmm.